0: Yeah, we we'll that. I think that, that I think that's that that was epic for me. Um because if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have made this this choice. Right, right. So, so we got to so like, share. Yeah. Share I have a really good analogy that when I was doing group therapy, that we were we, we did group therapy in prison mm-hmm. when I was doing um the rehab program um to get time off. I uh, I told him a re- really good analogy that I'll share on here. Right. That that's kind of like Can't wait. You know. It was relevant at the time as well.
1: Right. That's gonna make sure our
0: audio is good.
2: Can can you you hear yourself? (laughs) Uh
1: You can hear yourself. This (laughs) is a different one. There we go. Say something.
0: Yeah, I can hear myself. Can can you hear a little bit better?
1: There you go. Audio is good. All right. Ahead.
2: and we're back here hey. with i thought you said
1: go ahead <laughs> I, did, I did i did and then <laughs> i looked over here and i was like go ahead go ahead go
2: ahead we're back with another episode of living the dream with Luis and ray today well first we we'd like to apologize for last uh last week uh we had an error in our audio i think it was a software issue we don't know really what happened um yeah sometimes sometimes those things happen
1: yeah we're we're still learning um every week this is episode 21 i believe um and uh we're still we're still learning still testing different things after <laughs> 21 after 21 episodes, after 21 episodes <laughs> um hopefully this will stop after the 100th episode everything will flow yeah. flow very good but uh today we have saul acosta with us how you doing saul
0: i'm doing good thank you thank for having
1: you. me in here with you guys yes. i'm really honored and it's a pleasure nice nice um and this was just we just talked about this last week yeah i was getting uh a, getting a, a nice tattoo um actually it's healing really good by the way it
0: looks that's what i was i was checking it out yeah it looks like it's healing really great
1: yeah yeah I, I like it and everybody that's seen it before they're like man now it's it looks a lot different than what it was before right but um but uh yeah i went over there to your shop uh where the shop you're at now, 1488, and it had been a while since we chit-chat, I think since the last time you you worked on me as well. So, what you been up to? What's going on?
0: So, um, I'll start with the shop. Um, the, the beginning of this year, um, the shop owner, Sid Matthews, he reached out to me probably a few months prior to that. Um, and, you know, the way marketing works with uh, tattoos, or one of the ways it works is you have it on on the the skin is the canvas that's walking around and you have uh people that will see your work right. you know and he saw my work on a client of mine and decided to give me a contact me and uh he wanted to invite me to uh work with him and open a brand new shop um you know and for me it was a new opportunity and i wanted change mm-hmm. you know i accept change and i welcome change and I why think is that I think if you don't accept change and you don't welcome it, um, when it does come, you're going to have a hard time adjusting, you know, and I think everything is e- ever changing, you know, like, um, uh, what, what can be constant and forever is, is limited in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So like your emotions can change, you know, um, uh, a lot of things can change. Right. So with, with that opportunity, uh, I just wanted to surround myself with our artists again and. Um, get get more um, in tune with business side of things, you know, and see how he does things, and you know, and when you when you want when you have a dream and you want to open your own thing and you want to look at what other people are doing in that industry, it gives you uh, a really good uh, um information. Right. You know. Yeah, we we've we've
1: had many people here that that's how they started. No, they they worked there, or or although. Wherever they're working, or they'll start working somewhere, take notes, and then they'll launch on their own. Um, I think probably nine out of the ten people we've had have have done something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's usually th- like experience, and then you get tired of it, and then you kind of want to do your own do thing. your own thing. Right. Correct. Yeah. That's true. Probably because of management, or you know, you just get tired of people telling you what to do because they they you think people know what they what they're doing until you understand what they understand and then you understand that they don't know anything <laughs> right. you know yeah. you're like w- <laughs> yeah. you've been telling me what to do for so long yeah. but you don't even know what you're doing right and just then you know. and then you figure out that you also don't know what you're doing you're trying to just figure it out
1: yeah that's what like what i said yesterday every time i learned something new i just learned that i didn't know nothing like i didn't know nothing before and i just continue to learn and just like man i really ha- man i thought right. i knew everything but yeah. i don't but and it just continues to go
0: but I think that's a good trait to have and a good, you know, good thing to have to, to know that you have room for growth and improvement and that you there is room to learn something else. Right. You know, um, definitely a good. Thing.
1: Right. And th- so this was this is the first tattoo shop you're actually fully on, or you've worked at several before. No,
0: so so where I really started, um, well, I don't want to take it all the way back. We I can. Guess we can. We can. Yeah. Okay. Um so my journey started in uh, when I was incarcerated when I was 21 I'll just give a brief um, history uh, I was 21 um I had already graduated high school had already been in the military um had That's already had right. had already that. had one semester of college so I had all these all these opportunities laid in front a of me a lot of potential a lot of potential but Zero gratitude, zero sense of direction, zero discipline, and the list goes on and on. And and that's going to definitely uh, land you in hot water, f- right? It's
2: funny how when we look back and we say all these things, we're like, yeah, then you feel them and you know it happened, but you just don't, because you're not in that same spot. You're just like, I don't know how that happened,
0: you know, like, you know how it <laughs>
2: happened, but you don't know how this person that you are now could do those things
0: that's so true that's so true because you know the the time i spent incarcerated um was eight years total and after a while it was like i have no idea why i made that choice like you know at the time it seemed right Uh, of course i justified it but you know at the end of the day I, i realized you know like like, this was crazy. Like, I can't believe I did this, and it landed me here. And where am I going from here? You know, that was like like finding myself. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I, I, get, I, get, I go in there, and um, the first thing I started doing from day one, I can honestly tell you guys, is I started drawing. And it's something I didn't do. I didn't do that in elementary, intermediate, high school. I had no interest. And that's why I, why I was telling you earlier, you know, sometimes you have a v- chain of events or, or an event or something that happens in your life that can steer you in a different direction or it can provide a different opportunity. But it's it's like you may not realize it in the moment. You know, I, in the moment, of course, I didn't know, oh, this is what I'm going to make a career of. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just like just, pa- just past, past time, time. Yeah. past time, and then it developed into a passion. And then after a while, uh, it was like an obsessive passion. Not like it's like I want I want to wake up and do this mm-hmm. every day. Um, to do, l- you, do you know
2: why it became an obsession and and you didn't do that like because I've been drawing my whole life like since mm-hmm. kindergarten, third grade, graduated, went to art school, graduated. I'm still doing that, and it's always been there. But I don't
0: know like how to develop how you developed it that passion. So, so you know so. So now that you asked that question mm-hmm. it, and I'm thinking about it, I wanted to be good at something, you know, because mm-hmm. you're 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 in prison and it's like, oh, you you're a loser or, you know, um, um, you're not going to be working on yourself in society per se. Mm-hmm. Right. But in there, there's there's so much opportunity um, to educate yourself, um, to learn a new trade because I also eventually learned HVAC, and I got certified as a universal technician in there. And that was kind of like, you know, I wanted to have a backup plan just in case tattooing didn't work out. Because mm-hmm. when I shared my idea and I told people I want to be a tattoo artist, you hear that a lot in prison, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and when I told that to my counselors and other people, um, they weren't so cheerful to be like, yeah, that's great. You know, you should do that. It was more like... Here's another guy. You know, uh, they do a lot of drugs (laughs) because they associated that with with like, um, um, like Like an underground type of lifestyle. Yeah, like because because at one point it was looked like that, right? Right. But if Mm -hmm. you go to our shop, um, it's drug free, smoke free, Mm -hmm. uh, alcohol free. You, it's uh, family friendly. Yeah, it's real nice. So it's not like what they were, what they perceived. Correct. Right. Um, but it's not their fault. I, right. I I think it's just, it can be a different amount they're, of
1: things. I, I th- Maybe they're just used to that. Like, you know, here's another guy again, mm-hmm. wants to do a tattoo. So real quick, I want to ask you. So while you're in there, there's a lot of opportunities. You're not just like, Hey, you're in here for eight years and you just got to sit here all day. So there's like counseling. There's, there's, there's things you can do. Yeah. Like that they offer you and, yeah. and you pick you can, and choose. Yeah. Or, you
0: can even do, um, um, online courses or through the mail courses to to get like college credits you know to work on 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 a career. Um, and then they offer um, educational classes in there um, for different different topics, parenting, business, um, it, the list goes on mm. on health, you know um, mm. so yeah, there's a lot of opportunity in there, but a lot of people don't uh, like I said, Going back to when I was younger, I had a lot of opportunities, but I was blind to them all. Right, right. Because um, you do have people in there that want to sit in there and just want to watch TV, you know, or or they just want to go outside and walk all day, and you know they want they don't want to associate themselves with with other people. When I first started in there, I had that mindset because because I was told to have that mindset. I was told right. to have like the gorilla mindset of like don't be so friendly cuz uh people in there will want to use you or this and that and the third and and it was like okay well I'm going to keep to myself most of the time mm-hmm. it wasn't until the towards the end when I take this uh cognitive therapy uh program where like it it helped me so much to come out mm-hmm. here because out here um I mean yeah you can stay to yourself and all that but it, it helped because mm-hmm. look what i'm doing i'm i'm well right now we're we're here talking mm-hmm. right right but that helped me be even being here because i, I had yeah, angi- i would have had anxiety right now i would have mm-hmm. probably not been as open um and well customer service when you're in when you're in business um you know customer service is very very important right yeah
2: cognitive therapy is like questioning why is it that you're feeling the way you're feeling so it's like and p- facing providing facts for that so it's like okay I'm going to go outside and there's going to be a lightning storm's going to hit me and your anxiety starts building but and the, but then you have to you know calm down and question yourself okay is it raining no is there sun yes okay so it's not going to happen you're mm-hmm. going to be okay yeah and then you're you know you get better
0: correct so, mm-hmm. like, we would do what they call the RSA, which is is no, it's is just an abbreviation for rational self-analysis. Mm-hmm. So y- it's kind of like you challenge your beliefs, right? Because Cause right. you constantly have beliefs, right. you know, and some of your beliefs are not rational, you know, because you'll be like, you'll say a statement like, well, they should know that already, <laughs> you know? But it's like should is a thinking error. You know, because you you're having expectations of this person to do something, and you may and that person may not know that this expectation is, is there. Right. And then whose fault is that? You know, you're gonna blame them. Right. But right. in true actuality, if you didn't really, um, you know, tell them your expectations, then that's how you kind of challenge that. Right. You know. But, yeah. So and those skills are, or you can't just
2: bring them up on your own. Like you need somebody somebody (coughs) like a therapist to help you or a counselor to help you like go through that process. Um, And that process doesn't have to Uh, be like a lot of people have a stigma towards therapy, but it's like, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of helping you think because you learned through a lot of experience and a lot of traumas and a lot of things that shape the way that you think. Um, And then you come out to the world thinking that you know how to think and then you end up with anxiety and all these things because of the way that you think.
1: Correct. And I was I was part of that. <clears throat> and until here, when I started having Theo next door question me and challenge me on a lot of things, I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? And then I would tell him, like, uh, when I first met him and I knew what he did, you know, I watched, um, I can't remember the show on HBO, but they call him The Shrink, right? And um, oh, The Mobster see. Show, what's it called? <clears throat> well, anyways, um, but they would say, like, don't let nobody know you go to a shrink like that's frowned upon with mm-hmm. you and i was like what i'm not gonna talk to nobody <laughs> feelings i ain't got no feelings i'm tough man like and then as i talked to him and he starts questioning well, yeah. wh- why do you do this do you notice that you always do this i'm like oh yeah i do you notice that you'll respond like this to this i'm like oh man so so i it's tell more about
2: thinking than feelings to be correct honest.
1: correct yeah. well just he would qu- question my 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 reaction to certain things or how I felt when certain questions were asked or like, he, and then I'm thinking, why do I get like that? Why do I set my things up like this? Why do I have to have things the way that I have to have them? And why do I respond to certain things? But now, and I tell people now, like, you know, like I haven't fully taken like a real session, you know, cause he says he has questionnaires and it's like a process. But the fact that he still challenged me, I tell people like, man, you, you should go talk to somebody. Cause there's a lot of things that I've realized that I'm just like, I would have probably never realized or, or questioned myself or uh-huh. thought about. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely recommended and that's cool. So you went through that, um, you started going through that, you started growing.
0: So, so yeah, I started going through that in, in, in there. And, uh, of course I told you I'll turn to art in there and, um, you know, why he, he asked me why I became obsessed It's because I wanted to be good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I always wanted to be good at something. When I was in school, I wanted to be good in soccer or I wanted to be good at, academics and but when you don't have discipline you don't have drive motivation you know those are that's that's like you're you're just lacking you know Mm -hmm. so so I had a lot of that in there and a lot of it was just coming from within um nobody was really pushing me nobody was telling me hey get up and do this and 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 that's kind of what I'm running on out here because it has to, it has to be like that at, at right. one point you're not going to have somebody constantly behind you like t- telling you hey mm. you need to go do that yep. you need to yep. do this push harder do more but right. um so yeah, so I started obsessing about it and eventually people really took a liking to my art and and it made me feel proud of myself and when you have that that sense of pride of of an accomplishment per se um it, it kind of keeps you pushing mm. forward you know even if it's a small compliment like hey that looks great or mm. how'd you do that or whatever it is that they tell you 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 start feeling good about yourself right. because you're like man they're taking notice you right. know i'm i'm doing this and they're taking notice and eventually um it di- i i never had the intention of tattooing i never really did i wanted to just paint in acrylics and oil mm. but like i said circumstances you know you got to pay attention changes Things happened. I got moved around six times when I was incarcerated, and each time was a new beginning, and with each new beginning was a new challenge. So when I moved from Bastrop, Texas, which was my initiation, mm-hmm. um, I get transferred without all my all my um, canvases and acrylics and all that, you know, and at the time, I'm depending on my family to send me money, you know, and my, my family's low income. So it's not like I can move, lose all that investment and then be like, hey, can you send me another 800 bucks or 600 bucks um, to start again? And I just didn't. And I didn't give up on art, though. I just knew that that wasn't for me at the moment. You know, so I kept pushing art, kept pushing art until eventually I moved to a location in New Jersey where I'm like, this is it. Like this is where I'm gonna start tattooing, mm-hmm. and it was just like a click, like it just happened from one day to the next, like I'm gonna give it a go. Everybody's telling me to try it, of course, in there it's not um it's not legal um it's very difficult to get into. You don't have uh any source of information, nobody's really willing to tri- to show you their tricks because you're gonna you're gonna, take, you're gonna take clients from them the same way
2: out here um like a lot of not everybody right but th- there is some sort some people that feel that way and i think that's just people in general right like they like the go fear. i'm gonna tell you my secrets right like me i'm like i'll tell you all my secrets and i hope that you're able to do what i do because if you do then that's props to you right? right if you're able to pull off the techniques then that's an accomplishment for you but you know it's like you should be confident in yourself where if you give away all your stuff like no one's gonna be able to they can be able to match you but there's enough also there's enough money for everybody
1: and that's definitely something i learned with so many stores and retail stores in the area. It's like at first my anxiety be like oh, these are all competitors and then little (laughs) by little i'm like man like it's cool like we got to just set ourselves different and at times I, i helped a few people with it with ideas um on what i was doing how to open it up and things and i continue to you know people reach out i'll help but one thing i did learn is just um and that was just personal it's not share everything right off the back uh-huh. because it happened twice where i shared and then i was like hey man how you going no reply no reply like oh i don't need you no more ray you know anything like that <laughs> so i would have people come in all the time and once i uh, i don't know if i spoke to you about that but someone was like you know put a put put a value to your hour and i was like, all right hey yeah i'll teach you bro but you know i'm gonna charge you 350 an hour to sit down and give you all the nuggets uh-huh. uh, oh yeah 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 i'm serious about it i'll come back no one ever came back, you know, but and it wasn't really about the money. It was just to kinda of cut off a lot of people that people would it's come in. Too. Yeah, to filter and I would just share, like, Oh bro, look, you got the you get your permit, you go this, you get this mm-hmm. for for nothing. But um but that makes sense. So nobody wanted to teach you and you gotta grind and it's not like you had a store in there where you can just go get ink, huh? And go right. get a machine. So just, every
0: so everything is challenging, you know. Why not stop? It's so hard. Because I really wanted to do it. It's like when it's commitment. Commitment to an idea, you know, once you commit to an idea, you're like, you're just put on your, your, your blinders and your focus. And, and that's how I get, you know, Mm. um, I don't know where that comes from, (laughs) but I'm sure there's a lot more people that Mm -hmm. do the same thing. And, um, you know, that that's where the drive and everything kicks in. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I know it's hard. I know it's not going to be easy. It's a human Um, attribute. Human because,
2: attribute. Um, if you if you look at history, you know, a lot of conquerors, inventors, scientists, philosophers, artists, even now, like, you know, even Elon is like, I'm going to go to the moon. I'm going to go to the moon and then he's going to go to, the t- I mean, to Mars, right? He's going to go to Mars and it's like, he's going to go to Mars and that's, he's just on that. That's it. He's on that. Yeah, yeah so Correct. it's like a human attribute, a human attribute of creativity, of wanting to see beyond the hill. What's beyond the, what's beyond the hill. Correct. You know? like
0: you want to see it to the end. Mm-hmm. You want to see what, what what's going to happen. Right. You know, and I was so interested in that. And and, you know, I gave it a go. I gave it a go there. Um, I went to a guy that was already established doing his thing that was on his way out. Um, I remember he had a gold chain on, you know, and like one of the few guys in there with a big Cuban link chain. And I was like, "Man, this guy's got it going on." <laughs> he, He's you doing know, like, right. Yeah, he had a he had two lookouts. He had a guy that would look out on the uh, so so. These were like three story buildings. You know, mm. these used to be old military barracks, mm. but now it's a federal correctional institution. And you know, he had a guy looking out downstairs and a guy looking out upstairs because he wanted to make sure that he, you know he was gonna work comfortable and he wasn't gonna get caught up. Mm. But that guy gave me my first machine, my first ink, little bottle of, like, lemon juice Mm -hmm. inside of it. You know, it's the ink in there and, um, like, two or three needles. Um, And he basically told me he would monitor me the first go-around, but I was so ready to go. I go back to uh, my housing unit. I tell uh, one of my friends in there, and he's like, I got my leg. Like, Cameo. let's do up. this. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it right now. Yeah, like let's let's give it a go. And I have I have a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, of that tattoo. Because at the time, I mean, I can share this information now. At the time, I was able to have a cell phone in there. Mm-hmm. It was contraband, um, and I took a picture of the tattoo. And you know, mm-hmm. I look at it now, and it's just like, wow, like how far have I came mm-hmm. from that? But that was then, right? That right. was in there, and then. Um, as I'm getting ready to come out to society, I'm going to the Halfway House um, in downtown Houston. And the first thing I did when I got out, and this is people always ask me, like, what's the, f- the first thing you ate? <laughs> but I can tell you the first thing I did, like, I can't even remember the first thing I ate. But mm-hmm. I can tell you the first thing I did was they gave me a, a church pass. Um, and they give you hygiene passes, and I combined the two, and uh, all my friends from high school, a lot of my friends from high school, close friends, went to visit me, and we grabbed the hotel room, and um, I found a client, and I did a small little finger tattoo, and this was my first time using equipment from out here, not like prison-made or homemade mm-hmm. equipment, and I was, j- that was just a highlight for me, like, To get to do what I wanted to do so badly outside, outside. even if it was the smallest little thing, um, even if I had so many technical difficulties with the equipment because it was like an Amazon kit,
1: you know, those are should be really good
0: (laughs) 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 on Amazon start tattooing, (laughs) but yeah, that was that was my initiation, and then from there, I um. I did what everybody has to do, survive, you know, go through uh, getting um, all your uh, documents, your ID. I wasn't a natural. I wasn't I'm not a naturalized born citizen. So I had to go through that. So that was kind of like. So there's there's these little hurdles I have to overcome to still to even outside. outside but I was prepped I was prepped because I went through cognitive therapy so you know I waited two two months to be able to get my um, citizenship mm-hmm. and then from there I could actually get my ID and my driver's license mm-hmm. and then from there I could go find a job right and and I knew how to surf table so I knew that that would be something I could do temporarily so that I can get over here And, you know, I left, I I was there at the house six months and I was at the job six months. And then I go back to my parents here in Conroe and um, they're very supportive, you know, and I'm telling them what I want to do. And my dad's leaning more towards HVAC. He's Mm. like, man, just do HVAC, man. That's going to be great. It's more secure. It's more safe. Yeah, it's more safe. You know, it's always in demand. This is Texas. But I'm like, man, but my heart is right with this right here and I'm not even concerned with numbers or none of that but I know the potential over here and um, they gave me they gave me support so I started tattooing at their house you know part-time tattooing and working at a restaurant and then I thought okay I'm ready to go I'm ready to be a full-time artist and I'll just tattoo at my parents house or I'll build a shed out here or whatever but guess what I wasn't ready I was far from ready. (laughs) How'd you You figure that out? Look, I figured that out because I had one week where I did a nice, decent amount of money, and then the following week I tattooed like one person, one tiny tattoo the whole entire week, and and then it's kind of like okay, um, I'm getting little complaints too, and it's like okay, you don't have. A strong community support in this yet Because you haven't established yeah, yourself Nobody knows who you are Nobody Your knows art. who you are Nobody you're, knows you're this You're just another guy trying Correct. to to. And then and it's, That's kind of how I started realizing Okay um, But that wasn't a let up point It wasn't like I'm gonna quit this Screw this Like this ain't for me A lot of right? people
1: would I think a lot of people would With mm. all those barriers That have been like Yeah Maybe and I should I think should they're just not
2: barriers I think they're like doors You know You open one door And now there's four You know, and you have to and it's not like you have to walk through one and forget about the other ones. You have to walk through all of them. It is like you go into being, let's say, an artist or uh, anything in that specialized field. And then you realize you don't know what the heck you're doing because you're not a business person. You're not an accountant. You're not a marketing person. You're not a bookkeeper. You're not uh, a leader
0: so so yeah you're so right in that because being a tattoo artist you have to be kind of all those things he said Mm -hmm. you have to market yourself um you have to do all these things by yourself you have to bookkeep yourself you have to have customer service yeah you kind of have to stand out from the rest of them um
1: but you came out just like all i gotta do is tattoo
0: yeah yeah because because when you're when you're behind bars you start to have unrealistic expectations like i thought in my first year i was gonna have a billboard with my art on it (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's good though but you
1: have to dream big i mean you have to think big you have to dream big still but
2: the the point is to dream big and to create a roadmap for that dream and to understand that there's milestones to reach right correct first year you figure out the second year five years ten years
1: no first year billboard First
2: year,
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. like right there. Yeah, like yeah, everybody needs to know about yeah. me. <laughs> right, right, In right. reality, was like no. In reality, is like there's that's what they call a pecking order, right? And the pecking order is kind of like you you have to take these baby steps first, mm-hmm. you know, before you run, right? You have to crawl. Right. And it's like then once you get momentum going, then then more things can start to happen. You know, so that's what really happened. Is uh, I went back to work. Mm-hmm. I went back to uh, part timing, um, but still after you got humbled down. Humbled down, <laughs> but I still had the the belief. It's like I believed in myself, right? I'm that's like, good. I did know. Did you see
2: other artists uh out there like doing it? Have you like, did you see an example and said, "Oh, I want to be like that"?
0: So when I first got out here, I I wasn't really too knowledgeable and a lot of artists Mm -hmm. because you gotta bear in mind that in there I didn't get to have I didn't get to look at content Mm -hmm. or anything anything that I watched in there or that I digested in there any information came from either the library in there Mm -hmm. or a magazine in there or or TV that Mm -hmm. I didn't have any control over you know Mm -hmm. and that's something I never wanted to control anyways because it's it's like a fight waiting to happen Mm -hmm. But um, I started to I started to look up to certain artists out here, you know, and I started like because I knew, you know, I I was doing motivational speaking in there or or, um, listening to motivational speeches in there. And I knew I needed to have a role model. It's like uh, you need a role model. You need somebody that's already successful. You got to see where they came from, how they established themselves um, and realize they're working really hard to be where they're at right now. Right. It's not like they're all. They just woke up and they were there. <laughs> yeah, they, they, this guy's super successful and he's got it easy. You know, right. he's not doing much anymore. You know, but, um, so I w- I go back to the drawing board and I'm like, okay, I just need to work some more and and do some more um, Q and A or just. Start learning more, and eventually I'm gonna b- have a breakthrough, and I'm gonna be able to get into a shop because mm-hmm. that's where I knew where I needed to go. I need, I knew I needed to go into a shop because if I stayed in my house, and stayed to myself. I was only gonna stay to what I knew. Right, and who but, knew
1: you, and who was around? And you who was right. around
0: me? And going into a, a, a location, I was gonna get exposed to more people. The artists around me could probably mm-hmm. inspire me, motivate me, teach me, show mm-hmm. me things I didn't know. There's so, there's a saying that says it. Well, in two ways. If you
2: if you're at a gym where you're the strongest person, you're in the wrong gym. Or if everybody in the room is thinking the same thing, no one's actually thinking. Oof. So it's like those two things of like Oof. who you are around your environment is going to dictate a lot of who you are, right? You're the fu- you're the average of the five people you hang around with. Yep. Birds of a feather flock together, right? Ooh There's a lot are. of sayings. Just throw them out there. Oof. There's I all these know. sayings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have, like, a little library.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but those are, those are good, and those are things also that I've learned throughout the years is, you know, that is just once you start hanging out with somebody, and I think about it now kind of like you said you were thinking about oh, how you got to a certain spot. I'm like, man, when I was with this group, this is what I was doing, even though I knew I wanted to be here, and then I was with this group. And this is what I was doing. And th- th- like, it starts changing you. So, one, same thing, when I start hearing this motivational speech, I'm like, these guys know what they're talking about because I've been through that. Like, it's it's part of, and that's probably, is that maybe the group you were at that probably got you to prison? Th- the group you were in, kind of, sort of?
0: That got me, like, that landed me in yeah. prison? Yeah. Part of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. It so, was, I mean, it was it's 100%. Yeah. Um, just hanging around people that convinced me that this was the lifestyle to hey, live. Hey,
1: you had a lifestyle, <laughs> you had a real good lifestyle. People that yeah. know you, I, I remember because I was still in high school, I think <laughs> you're like two years older than me, yeah. So I would just see like this white BMW, I'm like, is that Osama? <laughs> Man, it sure is. And you would come out, and be like, hey, What's up, guys? I'm like, damn this guy's got a maid, I want to yeah. do whatever this guy's doing, yeah. yeah but little did you know you did, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> but um but, so so you got out you, you started getting into shops was it a little bit easier for people to start teaching you like or take you under the wing so, compared to like in prison when they're like no 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 so it, it was
0: it, it was easier that's how i realized like i was like man that was a i think uh a breakthrough moment for me in prison when people started accepting my art and wanting it and and looking for me mm-hmm. and it's like man if I did this in here with very little resources, very little professional equipment, mm-hmm. you know, I can go out there and you have unlimited resources, you know, or you have way more resources, way more mm-hmm. people out there. Um, you're not subject to only tattooing a thousand people, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a thousand people in prison and that, and that's the market right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Out here, look at the population just in Conroe. You may say Conroe's small, small, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're in a thousand, in a population of a thousand, right. this seems huge, right? right? So it's all per, about perspective and how you use that to your mm-hmm. advantage and realize that it is bigger than what you think. There is a market out there. It's just how do you market yourself? Right. Right. So um,
1: you go through all that. You got the shops. You're learning, mm-hmm. um, and then then somehow you you ended up tattooing back home so like
0: correct so i go so i'm gonna tell you where <laughs> i went i went to sábado domingo Oof. um oh, the flea market right. yeah that's right. i that's i started right. there and uh you like, like
1: that is i don't know you no. go to those places. No, like <laughs> Tia Pancha.
0: Tia Pancha been there once. Yeah. You know
1: what? I believe you.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Los homies, no. se llama un shop. los homies
0: Well, that's where I worked at. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've
1: heard. I've never been. I don't. So
0: know. that shop was in San Domingo. It's like a, it's a date club. They have like a dance floor, and then I right behind that. I was about
2: to say, don't they have like day. Day clubs, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> yeah, that. Don't you, have, like, by, you go in there, it's like Saturday at yeah, nine in the morning, and you go in there, and it's like, What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: dark music, <laughs> yeah, lights. Sp- yeah, like, yeah you're hot. like, Whoa, yeah, like I'm in it is, <laughs> it it is night nighttime up in here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of those were good clients, you know, because once they drink a little bit, they want to go and get a tattoo, but um, yeah, we were, work, I worked in there. And that was my initiation into uh, a, a professional environment. I mean, I try to be as professional as I could be even in prison, you know. So no matter where you're at, doesn't mean you don't have to be professional. Because right. a lot of people are like, oh, the flea market, they must be dirty there or, or this mm. or that a third. But That's you know, Is like that what
1: you were thinking? No. No. no <laughs> <it was just laughs> I mean, a li- no, it's okay if you do. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like,
0: I, I mean, mm. it's it's kind of like generalized thinking, you know, like yeah. you associate that with. Because oh, everything else
1: around it, correct?
0: The so day I
2: did go was pretty muddy and it was pretty <laughs> dirty. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was, yeah, I believe <laughs> you. It, it's always like that, but <laughs> <laughs> so it's st- stereotypical, very, yes. But uh, th- I mean, it was true that day. But why
1: haven't you gone back real quick? Uh, um, gotta go back. There's Hondurans there too. <laughs> 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 no, I, li- I I like Latia Pancha, it's like um. It's like a big old garage sale, one, and then the food. I feel like that's maybe as close Mm -hmm. as you can get to to the motherland, even though I've never been to the motherland to eat food. But I figured that's as close that you can get to the motherland.
2: Because in Mexico, you have all these markets, and they're very similar, like the markets where it's just everything's natural, everything's, you know— the price is there. What they what you pay, you you tell them, or they tell you. It's very very similar. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's why people go, and that's why it exists because it's like a piece of where we're from. Right. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right. So you start tattooing there.
0: So I start tattooing there, and um, you know, eventually I start getting a little bit more experience, more equipment. Um, and then I continue to tattoo because that's only Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I continue to tattoo at my parents' house. And then, you know, like two years passed by, and, you um, know, I'm, I would say, a lot more established, growing. And um, my the owner there opens a location here in Conroe, but he also owned, opened another business at the same time. And that other business took a lot to, to get going and eventually he was from houston so eventually he was like you know what i'm just gonna move my shop to houston Mm -hmm. you know and you know that's his shop he he wanted to do that but at the time i was like i kind of wanted to just control everything you know like i want to control my price i want to control my time um if you want to come get tattooed by me at 12 in the morning like let's do it and i did you know like my first year I went crazy. Like I was tattooing at any given time. You'd come at eight in the morning or twelve at midnight. I'd start a Medusa, finish it at five, six in the morning, go to sleep, wake up, and do it again over and over. But the grind, but the hustle. That's a that's a grind. But I can tell looking you, looking at me, I I can tell you that what what really ultimately ended up happening is I started becoming dissatisfied with 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 what I loved, and it, and it was like. Oh man, like I'm so passionate and I love doing this, but but I'm overdoing it. Mm. You know? Like there has to be a certain balance, you know? Um balance. Do you hear that? I have no I idea know. what that means. <laughs> 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 yeah, cuz you know like you know you're working yourself so mm. much and you don't you don't have any more personal time and you have family and you have other things going on and that's what it is. Um
3: Mhm.
0: I was in
2: school, f- you know, for three, four years, and it was, like c- it, was a, it was a grind, right? <coughs> it's like twenty four hours, twenty three hours in the studio, whatever. And it's like, yeah, I like doing this, but I don't want to be doing this right now. I'm, my stomach is hurting. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm I'm not thirsty. I'm sleepy. Like I can I can barely move. I can barely drive home without crashing because I can't sleep. So it's like, that's very dangerous. That's the grind, sir. Yes,
1: the grind. And the grind never stops. Yep. You have to continue Stop. to grind. <laughs> but you got to just be yeah, able to that, find yeah. a way to grind. Right. Uh, I heard this this morning. Just because you're working more doesn't mean you're doing more. Right. True. Right. So
2: there was a point where you're just typing away and just wasn't getting anything done. So it's like, oh, go home and sleep.
1: Was it the quality of work that made you start not liking it? Was it just like you? No. Just so it was just like nonstop, so no time to have.
0: So, so honestly, when I went to my house... A tattoo in my house. That's when I noticed a big increase in quality, you know. But, but then I I realized okay, like let's say I have a client that comes today at eleven in the morning. Let's say this is a Saturday, and it's a tattoo that's gonna take me five or six hours plus prep time and stenciling and all that, and that's like eight hours, right? That's a normal work day. But then I decided to take another five-hour tattoo. Mm. <clears throat> And then I'm by that point I'm already tired. You know I'm I'm mm-hmm. more exhausted mentally, physically a little bit because I mean you do a lot of sitting around, but you still get tired. You know your hands, your mm-hmm. eyes, and and then the next day you have a eight hour tattoo, uh, okay, okay. and and it's like, you know you, you're not giving yourself <coughs> downtime. Um, you're your own talent, right?
2: So you're your own talent. And you have to manage your talent. Correct. Right? Manage your talent. <coughs> so it's yeah. like the the artist that sings. You know, you're not gonna put them through four or five concerts straight in a row. Correct. Because then their voice is gonna suck Correct. and their voice is gonna get exactly. and They're gonna get tired. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they love to doing it. But because they, you want them to be the best that they can, you mm-hmm. have to manage that talent. Right. Manage that.
1: Yeah. And I think it goes back to what you said earlier. Like, you just need to tattoo. You didn't know scheduling. Like, oh, wait, I got to think about this. I got to think about exactly. money. I got to think about taking a break. I got to yeah. go eat. I got to, you know, like, you're just yeah. like, I know tattoos. And <laughs> yeah. the more tattoos I do, the more money I have. And yeah. The more <laughs> money I have, the more I can, you know. Yeah, just, the more I can you do. Know, yeah. You just kind of stay there. yeah but that's that and And that's part of doing business because... Um, it's either to, to me, right. It's either you, you went to school and you got the idea of how to do business because even when you go to school, I think for business and you come out to the real world, it's not it's the not same. same, it's no, not the it's same. Like um, I went
2: to business school and, but I didn't learn leadership or I didn't learn how to actually do this
1: product. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause wh- when I started going, I went to business school for about a year and a half and I was like, you guys are teaching stuff. One, one that I kind of already know, but it's like, there's it's so much more than, than, than this part. Um, but anyway, so as you're going through it, you're, you're learning and you're learning and you're learning. And the good thing about you, like you said earlier, is changes, right? So you started, I guess, changing, you started scheduling your time, you started scheduling your, your customers. Um, cause I think when I went four years ago, um, I just called you like a day before and messaged you, Hey, yeah. you got a spot? And you're like, Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was yeah. like,
0: like, like usually like I'm always down to work, always down mm-hmm. to tattoo. But you know, after the first year.
1: And yeah. we said that last time, cause we were workers we talked about that, that yeah because we're in our mind right we're, we're like good wor- good work 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 work, work 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 that's what and our parents and taught and us th- kind of and yeah and a
2: problem with that when it clashes with art is that a worker and an artist are similar but they're different because an artist is uh, perceived value right mm-hmm. like the value that an art has and we we're talking about this is perceived the value of it is 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 based on the the perspective of the person looking at it right mm-hmm. um so as a worker you're like oh it's just art you know it's just this just j- it's it's three hours of time three plus labor plus product and then you get you get your you get your pro- money you get your money, you mm-hmm. get your your, ad- your this plus this equals the price yep but you don't put the value of the art or right. the value of the experience so correct. it's like this artist doing this work is this much price. But if this artist does this much work, it's ten, a, a thousand times more because this artist did it.
0: And, and that's correct. And and you know what? That I, I started to realize like, OK, this ain't about doing a lot of it at one time. It's It's about enjoying it, putting that value that you're talking about onto the onto the art are are allowing them to see how much really goes into it and and kind of being more dedicated to each individual even to a further extent, so I'm like, okay, I need to balance myself, I need to create a schedule um I need to manage it I need off days um I need to 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 miss this no off days all
2: schedules yeah all grand, grand
0: grand 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 work shit. work work <laughs> You know, and like, and it and it and it and it brought up a, a tremendous shift.
1: I want, I want, when you said I need to miss this, so that's one thing that I, the man like has has helped me a lot, and I think that's the the biggest thing with with us workers grinding and grinding and grinding. is just that you kind of get looped into that thing, and then once you miss it, like you step away, you take a weekend off, you take a week off, you take, you know, a few hours off or whatever. Um it, it, it I feel like it changes your mind and it helps you like now you're not thinking about it and then when you come back to think about it or to start working on it, your mind's fresh and it does that. And a lot of times that's why to me, like Sundays my employees know unless the, the stores on fire, don't even text me. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. you know, Saturdays are kinda yeah. getting there too. But it's not, you know, and it's not like um I don't know who told me this. I told somebody in there, like, oh big boss man. I was like, Well, it's not that. It's just like I need to like take a day we i not thinking about payroll, I'm not thinking about the sales because, you know, it's still anxiety, right? I look at myself, so oh, we're down. What's going on? What are they doing? You know, the <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, I'm like, hey, unless that thing's on fire, don't even text me. If there's a customer issue, figure it out. Like, I'll see you guys Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And then that's why now Mondays are like my, my start the week. Look over numbers, look over things. Compared to every day, I'm like, numbers, numbers, numbers. Now it's like, okay, Monday's numbers. And then I, I'll still look at them a little bit. But, like, my core day of overall business is Monday to take away. And when I do start Monday, I'm like, oh, okay, now I got some more ideas. So I start seeing
0: things. So <clears throat> so that seems like, like you have structure and routine kind of working together, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to do this this day. And it's going to be every Monday. I'm going to do this. And, you know, you the, the structure. Right. Right. That's <coughs>
2: that's the t- and that's the stuff that we fight sometimes is the structure, right? Uh-huh. A lot of the times when we have these jobs and they have structure, we're like, oh, this mm. this boss is telling me he wants me at 9 a.m. here mm. and he only wants me to take one hour lunch and, m- and he only wants to pay me this much and he wants me to go follow this process. So you, know, you go out, like same with parents, right? They yeah. want you to do your bed and they want you to do this and they want you to do that. You go off on your own, same as a business, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever I want. But then you kind of go back into that same structure that, that 9 to 5 had because that structure is there for the benefit of the company, for the benefit of the, right. the process. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with your parents. You kind of go back into those things. Oh, I got to do my laundry on Wednesdays, and I got to do my bed, and I got to do the cleaning on the – and it's like you, you kind of go back to the same – things but the only thing that has changed is your maturity level and your understanding right. those things change yeah and then then you can figure out okay i actually do need everything that they were telling me <laughs> they actually knew damn it
1: <laughs> damn it yeah but yeah that, i think that's the biggest thing um where it's like to me the biggest thing right now is just freedom like freedom. that correct That's the we were thing. talking about that yeah we were so you know it, you know it comes to the point where where it's no longer money it's like I no. mean, money's part of it right because right. you, you know a lot of times people are like well you need money. and then you need to pay your bills yeah you got things i mean bills don't stop no matter what but it just comes to the point like once you get a certain amount of money um it's just like if i get more what's gonna change right if i make an extra fifty thousand a year like what like mejor save that i'll make what i'm making out to have more freedom time
2: well there's a study that that is done by the census i don't know who does it but it says that after a certain amount of money the qual. i know jordan peterson talks about it that after a certain amount of money the quality of level the life the, qua- the quality, quality of life. life doesn't increase as the money increases right so it's like quality of life increases increases mm-hmm increases you know your salary increases your money increases but then your salary increases but then your level of quality kind of does it, doesn't re- doesn't it. Re- doesn't <coughs> give the return that it should of course I think that's easy to understand because like when you need money you're like oh, all I need is money 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 to pay these bills but once you have certain amount of cushion and certain amount of uh, stability you're not saying, okay, if I get this next thousands of dollars, is it going to be worth me going through all this pain and all this struggle? And you're like, uh, no, not really. Right. Right? I think and that's what you're referring correct, to. Correct.
1: And I think that's probably for you as well, right? Like you, you got to a point where you're just like, man, now I'm doing art. Like I'm stable. I yeah. went through my battles and everything. And now I'm in a position where I'm stable and I'm doing tattooing yes to get money and pay my bills but it's more like i'm doing it and i'm loving it because all that other stress is taken care of. right that's
0: it did get get exactly worked out just like that because it it was like when the first year i was tattooing so much and i'm making so much money but the money wasn't it wasn't really increasing my quality of life i was actually a bit more miserable because i had less freedom Mm -hmm. and when i had less freedom i was like Man, I just came from being incarcerated, <laughs> you know. Oh, like, I still feel, I still feel like I'm, I'm in this bubble. And can't yeah, and out. I'm like, I actually have <clears throat> a choice here, mm-hmm. you know, and exercising my choice, you know, deciding to have more freedom. And
2: when when did you go from saying yes to those midnight tattoos to saying no, like, or structuring and saying, it, did you say no or did you just shift it and say, oh, I have an availability here?
0: So, so I just. I just decided to control my um my agenda from from like one moment to the next, just kind of took a time out, you know like took some downtime. Mm. You took a trip, no, I took a trip, and it was like what he was saying, you refresh yourself mm. right, you get this new new ideas, insight, yeah insight and and it was like, okay, um, and then, you know i would I would talk with families and friends about how I felt, you know, I think it's like it's always important to to let other people know what's going on. Um, cause they always have a different perspective or different insight than you, you know, just mm. a, here, being us three in here, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. You guys have a different perspective that I probably didn't even see in the moment of the conversation. And I'm like, Oh, that's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes a good point. So I came to realize that. And it was like, okay, let's just, let's tone it down. You know? Let's take a step back, but let's, let's amp up more, more, uh, I would say like creativity um, is give them a better experience. Um, So like kind of like you have VIP and then you have general admission, Right. you know, and general admission, like everybody gets in there and it's cheaper and everything. But then you have VIP and it's more limited, but you have better treatment, better better seating, better better quality. So in my mind, it was like I want to be VIP in tattoos. I don't want to be general admission and you know i'm i'm okay with having to turn certain people away i was about to ask you that you know have you
1: ever just turn people away Yeah, you have to
2: you have to you know
1: uh i mean you have to yeah i think to, to there's uh, a lot of mar-
2: rep- mar- like market audience analysis that you have to do and say what pool what part of the pool do i want do i want the lower end or do i want the higher end and you did your own that's called market Market different differentiation. Like, how do you? How are you different from your marketing, mark market, um, from your market? Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of o- tattoos, artists, shops. Where are you in terms of that rank? Like, are you LA, Inc. <laughs> right? Or yeah. are you, homies, the old homies? Are you so at the Are you prison prison <laughs> shop?
0: So I wanted to push my own self because, you know, I was over there at Tia Pancha and I'm like, people associate me with Tia Pancha and they, and they have a certain mm-hmm. perception. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's only a certain quality that can possibly come mm-hmm. out of there. That
2: that what you're describing is called brand. That's brand. your brand. Yeah. brand. They yep. associated your brand with this person. So Correct. So you needed to rebrand yourself yep. into something different.
0: Different. And then when I did that, I actually started developing a clientele, establishing my name um, here locally because you know I'm not a Miami Inc. I'm not all over you know nationwide <laughs> on that show. billboard shit <laughs> <No, no. laughs> I love that show because that show
2: introduced a different standard of uh tattooing like yeah yes. there's there's like it's like wow there's a lot of story storytelling in, in tattoos and they're deeper and every every tattoo has a story and of course we knew that but it wasn't portrayed in that Correct. way
1: Correct. I think before that, it was still kind of, I don't want to say looked down upon, but it was still like tattoos weren't, it wasn't, it's always been art. But I think after those shows started coming out, it's more like, wow, like there's more to it. It's just Mm -hmm. not this person that's just going to go get inked up. So as you're rebranding, um, we actually, we talked about it that you said you, you kind of want to, you're kind of in the middle of that too, where you kind of want to do also tattoos that you love to do. Correct. Mm-hmm. No, like you, you'll take people like, yeah, I'll do what you want me but
0: that is right. So 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 like after my first year and I toned it down second and third year at How tattoo- many
2: years are you in? Into s- tattooing?
1: S- Sorry.
0: Seven years. Seven yeah. years, okay. Yeah. January yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I'm almost there. But yeah, I did want to push art that I liked, you know, mm-hmm. and so I was like I was looking at other talking about other looking up at other artists and seeing what they had to say. There was this guy named Carl Grace that tattoos in Las Vegas, and he does a lot of freehand with markers. And a lot of Vegas places oh, okay. are really good. I thought you knew catchers. the guy. I was like, no. you know the guy. And so this guy's like 20 years tattooing, so he's considered a veteran, very established. You know, prices are yay high. Um, what are what are his prices? Do you know? I think I think they're around like 3,500, 4,000, mm-hmm. maybe up to 5,000 a session. And that's right. just for one day mm-hmm. sitting, right? So mm-hmm. sessions, quality, and yep. essentially can be like mm-hmm. up to like eight hours.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I think tattoo tattoos are value based like any other form of art, but people are willing to pay more than to pay less. Do you yeah. know? What yes. I mean, like, yeah. like if I'm gonna get a tattoo, I'm gonna pay the most I can right. possibly pay, right. right? Rather than to find a deal. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go. <laughs> you seen that? That was like, well, the, they ran out of time. It's like, oh, you, you ran out of budget. And now it's just a stick figure at the yeah. end. Yeah. But, yeah, but
0: I've you know, that. like on the, other, on the other side of that, of what you're saying, you also do have people that are right. looking for a mm-hmm. budget. And those mm-hmm. are a lot of the tattoos that I fix to this day. Oh,
1: when uh, they were on a budget and then they come back.
0: They were like, like the artist is willing to charge X amount, but the person only has half of that. And it's mm-hmm. like. The artist, it's, it, it's, I think it, this boils down to integrity, right? Like, if you come to me and you're looking for a service or a product and you're going to pay, I'm telling you, this is how much this cup of water is going to cost. Fool, right? But... But you're giving me half of it, so I'm gonna give you half a half, a, the work. half of the work, right? Right, right mm-hmm. on a tattoo, yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be it's not gonna be to my potential. So it's really harming me as well, correct? correct because correct. This as soon as someone sees me, it, yeah, someone sees like <clears throat> who
1: did that, bro. Oh, so they're <clears throat> not gonna be like, oh, I, I begged them to do it cheap. I had <clears throat> one hour to do it. They're not gonna say that part. They're just gonna be like, Saul did it.
0: So so I came to realize one thing. You know, talking about this real quick. Is um, no matter what they paid me, I was always gonna give them a full glass. No matter what I you like paid that. me, because mm-hmm. Carl Gray said, he said that some of his tattoos that he did for free or that he did for a hundred mm-hmm. bucks were some of the uh, tattoos that brought him so much clientele and fame and mm-hmm. all these things. He's like, these are the ones that pushed me out there. So, not making it always about getting paid a lot, right. Right. you know, about money, because then you limit yourself like let's say i would have started tattooing here on my first two years and then all of a sudden i want to charge two thousand a session who is really going to come to me mm-hmm. you know yeah
2: it takes and time you have to establish yourself and also like how you were saying it hurts yourself if you charge if you give less if you give less and at the end of the at the end of the day it's your fault because you said yes to that arrangement correct so you said yes to um getting paid less. And you could have just said no, right? But it's like, why? Is, why? Why does the client get the negative side of it if you deliver less? Yeah. But but you agreed to say to t- to take on that job. So this I, I do I've done the same thing in the, in the last like five years um, that I've been doing uh, branding. Like mm-hmm. the the same the first client that I had, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do the best I can because this client's gonna push me through through the next um year to say okay I've, i did this project look look how i did it you know which like you know like your art like mm-hmm. your tattoos like they're not going to know how much it costs right they're not going to know um the process or anything like that but they are going to see the end result and then the next one's like oh i'll just double the price you know same process and then double it same process and the same process because like that process is what's going to take you to the next level. It's not the amount of of work, uh, the amount of money that you're getting paid. Correct. Yeah. So you're adding more value, but the process is still the same, and that's like your your cup that is full. Yeah.
0: Right? That's correct.
1: Like that. You've grown a lot, sir. No, sir. You've grown a lot. No, we both have. All <laughs> of us have. <coughs> all of us have. Yeah. So right now you 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 did all that. Um you started to to love what you're doing you got time you got all the right. freedom everything's good you took like a week off vacation life's good right life's now life's good and then you decided to take this big ass project
0: yeah so fast <laughs> forward fast forward to 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 now let's just kind of fast forward so from there i mean this year has brought a lot of change to my life a huge amount of change and it started with uh starting the shop lucky sparrow this is my second shop that uh that I've been uh blessed to be a part of um from scratch, from the start. Um, you no know, things are definitely different here than the last place, but each place I take I take with me valuable information of do's and don'ts. And, you know, it it's kinda like gonna help me towards my goal whenever I open my own location, which hopefully is gonna be soon. But, you know, I start Lucky Sparrow with uh Sid and um as i'm starting here i have a big pay increase you know and it's like okay like now i'm making way more money than i anticipated but i know the potential in the market and i was telling him i was like i feel like i need to reward myself you Mm -hmm. know like hard work deserves to be rewarded right and but I have also I have you know I have uh, understanding of finance and and things like that and I went against them and I knew I went against them I knew that I got up impulsively one day and walked into Mercedes Benz dealership, um in my pajamas I just got up called my dad and I was like hey would you like to go to the dealership I didn't even tell him what dealership I'm like mm-hmm. would you? and mi- mind you this is my first time ever walking into one of those mm-hmm. you know um you no know, I grew up. L- l- poverty no i would say like low income mm-hmm. you know so we had one car you know um it, it was we we were provided with food but you right. know it wasn't like you no. know you going to a mercedes-benz dealership so i go over there and i'm like yeah i deserve this you know i'm i'm th- this is this is gonna represent <laughs> success for me people are gonna look at me and they're gonna be like this guy's super successful guess what the majority of the people that buy Mercedes-Benz dealership uh, or Mercedes-Benz, they buy it because they want to be represented because they see it as a mm-hmm. symbol of success. Mm-hmm. That, that They did a study, you know, and, and, and that's true. And because of it. I was part of it. I was mm-hmm. part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I part you of it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there that got me. There's another one. <laughs> so I go in there and, you know, um, I'm kind of like with that attitude that it's like, uh like cool if i do or cool if i don't like right. i really don't need it but it would be nice and um, Are you, were you saying
2: that in terms of your credit or in terms of
0: just in terms of like me of knowing process. and understanding that i didn't really need I uh, i didn't need a liability I didn't need a new monthly uh, payment Experience. expense mm-hmm. that I just didn't need these things. I just, just, I just, but, but I deserved it cause I had worked hard. Right. Know. So it's like, I deserve this. You deserve
1: your Audi, dude. Oof. I know. <laughs> I know. It's <This>, <laughs> well, going to, be a symbol. I, I told him I have a, yeah. I have a, on my birthday, I'm yeah. going to go get my Audi cause I deserve it. <laughs> yes. so yeah, maybe not after there, this story.
0: <laughs> but you know, like there's nothing wrong with doing these things. You know, when I'm telling you this is because. Um, you also got to know where you're, where you're at in life right. and where with what you got going on. And, like, I still wasn't where I wanted to be at mm-hmm. as far as, like, being a business owner. You know, I, I was, since I was little, I wanted to own a business. Mm-hmm. It just didn't even matter what business. I just wanted to be a business owner. It's right. one of my goals. So um, the car that I went to go get, it was a very expensive car. You know, it's like the S550. So it's the flagship. Next to that is the Maybach and and i'm driving this you away get the you
1: thought about <laughs> it you <laughs> thought <before>. about it <laughs> no like
0: honestly like no the maybach would have been just way too much way too much so you get the, the s550 was already like wait so i get the car I drive it home uh the next day i realized this car has issues it has like five different issues um starting with uh no heat and it was cold <laughs> around that time <laughs> and um and i'm like no way like mercedes-benz like this is mercedes like this, this is, is s550 like this thing's supposed to be they told me this was um it's gonna
1: drive it, itself it was gonna warm <laughs> massage me the girls were just gonna jump in the back seat like <laughs>
0: yeah like like you know so um when when then i started looking at things differently it's like it's kind of like whenever you want to get something so badly, and then all of a sudden you have it, and, <laughs> and, it's, like like, <laughs> and it's like uh, that feeling is like, it's exactly like that. It's yeah. like, ex- it's exactly, exactly what like happened. That. That's what happens all the time. Exactly mm-hmm. what happened. You know, and like I'm driving this car and now, I'm looking at things like, oh, um, my monthly payment's like $1,100. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much down did you put?
0: I uh, put 12000 down. Gone and then um, yeah i'm like whoa (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) and then my interest is higher than i wanted my insurance was like 400 a month for just the car but you're living the dream but i'm living the dream like i'm almost paying more than i'm paying for my house and bills you know like a hundred dollars more yeah and and then um, all these issues are happening all these issues are happening within the first week and the car had like a five-day return policy so, no, the, I, I contact the sales guy the next day, and I'm like, hey, like the car has all these issues. Um, you know, I I spent an extra $10,000 on warranty. Like, uh, what do we got going on? And he's like, I'll get back with you. Well, he takes after the waiting. Day, he waits. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. He waits after my return policy runs out to tell me that um warranty does not cover those those repairs. The only repair so that smart. they the only repair that can cover is uh the heater because that's part of the hundred and twenty five point inspection that every car goes through mm-hmm. uh when it's on their lot. So because of that right there, um I was like, Okay, well um you're 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 asking me to spend like I mean just to repair like the seats and massage you right. So that was one of the issues. That was like thirty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um well, I didn't. has Mercedes. I want a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Mercedes. You
1: don't so. want Mercedes maintenance. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want Mercedes
0: maintenance.
1: And I think, like, we talked about that. A lot of people will think about that. And, like, they'll get the car. And they're like, all right, I can afford, you know, yours was high or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I can afford 800. I can afford this. Even I was talking to my brother the other day because mm-hmm. he got a 2020 truck back in 2020. Mm-hmm. It's like, it can feel good. But then little things start mm-hmm. happening. then the oil change, especially on the Mercedes, I'm guessing, the oil. And then even, they're like, holy crap.
2: Even if you were gifted a Lamborghini for free, the maintenance on it would be more than most people can afford, true, just the maintenance yep. it's like we forget about the maintenance sometimes,
1: yeah, you're just like, oh, you just think the monthly payment they 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 <laughs> they, they they paint you this picture of it's so pretty look it's only four hundred so bucks what whatever month. happened to the mercedes
0: so this is this is like kind of like my second experience with a uh, high-end vehicle, except this is more high-end because I had an Audi as well. Whoa,
1: whoa, Mercedes is higher-end than Audi? Uh, I'm shooting yeah. myself short. It depends on the Mercedes. I oh okay. think, okay. I think it depends Audi. on the exactly yeah.
0: okay. what he's saying. Okay, yeah, we'll because, model. I mean, you could That's be a driving an R8. A R8 versus a C300. C300. Okay, okay. And yeah. then, I was like, yeah. damn it, I'm
1: shooting myself short. <laughs> no, I deserve no, no, like, it.
0: They're, they're, like, you know, th- I guess I'm saying, like, this car was just more high-end than the last car I was driving. And, um... I contact corporate first thing i do is i get on facebook i i was on facebook on a group uh for s550s right
1: <laughs> you're like yes do you have a car yes i sure dude let me in the group i'm part the Monday of Monday motivation so, put up your pictures so i was
0: just so yeah so i was just in this group randomly like just randomly joined it and randomly randomly <laughs> Random. because searched all the <laughs> group names, uh, how all the now? names how do i get in?
1: <laughs> he said, just accidentally fell in there
0: <laughs> i don't honestly i don't remember how mm-hmm. exactly it happened maybe I re- uh, maybe i like looked for it i don't mm-hmm. remember how exactly it happened. but i remember i, I didn't really pay too much attention but mm-hmm. but when i did and i was so glad i joined the group and i was like thank god it's because when this situation happened i shared it on there I was telling the everybody on there like, hey, um, the you know, this is what just happened to me, and everybody on there was giving me their insight, and they were like, you need to contact corporate, you know, and talk to corporate, and I contacted uh, Auto Nation as well, um, and once I started talking to lawyers, um, they contacted the Mercedes Benz dealership, and you know, they have a reputation they wanna they right. wanna maintain, and they're willing to pay the cost to maintain it, yes. you know? So to them, it was more important to give me my money back at the end of the day, than for me to expose Fashion. them with my, with my experience, right. because you know, the salesman, like undeniably to me and my perception, I believe that he knew what was going to happen. He knew that I was going to run out of time. He knew that, you know, but his commission to him was important. Yeah. Right. You know, he has numbers to me. He has goals, Yeah. you mm-hmm. know, he, and I don't blame him for the for the things that the car had. I, it's not like I'm like you knew the car was like this. I right. didn't know that. That's me changing my beliefs, Oof. right? Rational self analysis. Yeah, I like that. So it was like okay, um, this guy may not know what was wrong with this vehicle, but at one point he did know, and he knew different outcomes would have different uh, forthcomings. And so I I really honestly believe, and I told him I believe that. Um, I deserve my money back or, or fix these issues for me and him and the manager at the establishment were like, no, you're not getting your money back. (laughs) What you can do is bring that car back, refinance, uh, we'll, we'll buy it back from you. (laughs) you (laughs) We're like, we'll depreciate the value some more (laughs) and and put you in another car and give you even more debt. Like we're willing to do that for you. We got you. For we got you. you. For you. Yeah, but <laughs> other than that, like, no, sir, like, we're not mm. paying for nothing. And I was like, mm. okay, well, um, I said, uh, I think I know what I'm going to do. And when I mentioned the word lawyer, they got really annoyed super quick, <laughs> ding, 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 shut ding, down, ding, ding, ding. and was like, don't say that word t- around me no more. And I was like, okay, well, I won't, you know? Um, but I was all, all throughout this whole scenario. Them. I was like, I'm gonna be assertive. I'm not gonna use aggression. Go. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna use profanity. I'm I'm just gonna just let them know exactly right, what's the going facts? on. The facts.
1: Not a, you weren't a Karen.
0: I was not a Karen. Nice. That's so um, I talked to 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 uh, corporate and corporate's like talks to them, and then th- the manager calls me not even thirty minutes later, and is like but now his tone has changed because you know whenever you walk in there they treat you so they nice have,
2: right because you have the leverage you, you have the have leverage the money. correct
0: but when they ha- when they have the leverage oh man oh, yeah. it's, it's it's so different
2: that's the difference between um integrity or that's the the part of integrity that some people don't some people don't like whenever you have the leverage how do you act correct whenever you have the power how do you act how do you act Whenever you don't have the power, how do you act, right? And and it's like you should act the same no matter if you have the power or not to have the power, correct? Right. But some people abuse the power or abuse the leverage, and I mean that's how I feel
1: that that's what happened there. So they fix it. You got all your money back. So
0: so he, so he, this guy he he's really nice now all of a sudden, and he's <laughs> like, sir, Mister, sir, excuse uh, me, because they had given me a loaner as well. They mm-hmm. took it back in. You know, they were looking at it and all this. And and he's like, um, if you bring me my lo- the loaner back right now, we're able to give you your your money back. I'm like, I'll be there in an hour. Like, I make the drive to downtown Houston I'm there. While I'm there, <clears throat> he's like, you know what? We have a new proposition <laughs> for you. <laughs> 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 and I, I, I kind of felt like it could be coming, but I didn't think it was going to happen this way he's like right. we're sitting in the desk the same desk that uh w- i had the car sold to me but now it's the manager sitting there mm-hmm. not the sales guy and he's like um we're willing to fix every single issue on this car as long as you stay mm-hmm. in the car and we're willing to have the sales guy pay for it and i think this is like this this really was really irked me it's like i'm like man why are you willing to do that to your employee <laughs> You know, like I don't mm-hmm. know, like I just it kind of rubbed the wrong way with me. I, I I wasn't like gonna get satisfaction of knowing right. he paid for right. it. It would have been better for me mm-hmm. knowing Mercedes Benz is paying right. for it. But he was like he wanted to make that a point. Like this guy's gonna pay for 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 this. I guess he thought it would make you feel better. He thought it would make me feel better, but literally he, he thought regrets. that you
2: were that kind of person.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. but I I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right. because, I, because that's
2: that's who they are, and maybe that's who they deal with a lot all right what
0: it, like over would be like prayerful, like
1: flaring your chest like yes he deserves it thank you definitely i'll sign because that's <laughs> what he gets
0: but remember like challenging your beliefs like remember i'm telling you guys i don't feel like he was ultimately responsible i just feel like he could have done something right, better right, right, right that's where mm-hmm. i find him at fault but i'm i didn't want to ho- uh, like hold him up to that so like i was like no you know just You know, I told him straight up. I think your image has been tainted in me, and I have a bad taste now when it comes to Mercedes. Um, So I, I would be much happier if I just returned this vehicle and got my money back. But there was really like a thing inside of me of of liberation, of liberating myself from wanting this this (laughs) this symbol of success. Because now I'm like, I don't really need that, man. There you go. There's no way I need that. Like mm-hmm. I, I can be happy driving my old Tahoe, you know, which is what I still have now. is a Tahoe, and now I have a Camry, but you know, it, it. So that happens, and now, now I still have a sense of I want something high end. Mm-hmm. So like I wanted this cat. Um, uh, <laughs> and it's like an F one Savannah cat, and I'll go and try mm-hmm. to see if I can get a permit for it. It's a like a fi- it's a fifteen thousand dollar wild cat. Um, <laughs> And cause I thought I w- I, I, I can have know. this it's and it. I can, um, uh, so make like a business cat. out of it. But <laughs> eventually like all those things, what is it called? Savannah? S F, F-, 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 like Savannah. F- one Savannah. F? F1 Savannah.
2: Silverado. That's right. <laughs> I was like, what
0: the? <laughs> 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 I have to use the recipe. Go for it.
1: Now we'll have to pull this up real quick. So, yeah. so you want that? You want so it? So
0: I wanted, I wanted this, this, th- it's, it's kind of like, man, it's, it's, I don't know why I wanted to spend money like that. And now that I look at it, it's just... Well, with the Savannah, it was more of a justifiable purchase because, for one, I wanted something different than nobody had. Uh-huh. But secondly, like, I was just... I To this day, I still am infatuated with the species and how it became about... Um, because it's a mix of African serval with a domestic um, Siamese cat, I believe. And this that's how crazy. it's it's fifty fifty. So it's fifty percent wild, fifty percent domesticated, and they grow very big. And F ones being like the most pure, and then they go up to like F six or F seven, where it's it's kind of like um, less pure, right? Right. No, it's not, no, let me see.
1: But okay, I see it. It's like a little tiger. Yeah. That's but cool. I
0: couldn't have it because you have to have a thousand. You have to be within a thousand feet of people, you know, and mm-hmm. like, and that's crazy. So then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you,
1: did, <clears throat> so you didn't get the catch. So cat I, did, cat. I didn't, I didn't get the catch. Still coming cat. though. Is
0: it still on the to-do list? So it is. But now I, now <laughs> I'm, now I know I can wait on it. Like, it's like, it's okay. I can wait five, ten years. I don't know. First like Savannah When cat. when I get, when I get, when I have the proper living arrangements, then maybe I can go and get it if I still, you know, want it but it's a pretty cat.
1: It's a it's a baby tiger. Or yeah. They're pretty Yeah, they're, they're
0: very yeah, they're very No <coughs> I want one. Very big and
1: Screw my audio. I'm going to go give me <laughs> one of these, bad boy. <laughs> so what are you working on now? So you got the, so wait, I know you wait, got a wait, food truck.
2: Wait, wait. I like this conversation about money and spending a lot of it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this guy. So this guy right here. Yeah. Big money right here. Uh, so, uh, big money.
2: So I don't have a lot of money, right? Oh, he's got a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money. I've always been broke.
1: Broke um, is a mindset, sir.
2: I also had a broke mindset. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like, now that you have a little bit of money, it's like, what do I do with it? Right? right. So <laughs> what do I do with it?
0: Yes, that's exactly the feeling right there. So it's like, w- uh-huh.
2: I can buy, not whatever you want, because you're not rich. Right. But you can buy certain things. Mm-hmm. You can afford certain things. And you're like, you've never had this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at th- ways to spend your money. You go to the store and you're like, okay, what do I buy? What yeah, do I buy? Right, 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 right. I don't need anything. Yeah. God damn. So you walk <laughs> away with nothing because you don't need anything you don't, right yeah. and then you think about things like buying a mercedes uh-huh. i've already gone through this in my mind i wanted a hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand dollar escalade mm-hmm. it's like oh what would my payment look like what if i put 20k down it's like oh i can do that but then it's like for what right Mm-hmm. probably would have happened the same where you go and you get it and then you're like oh no like,
1: and I, it does the same thing yeah <laughs> it drives and just has a little extra buttons and the other stuff does. <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. so
2: so i i i understand where but the cat that's interesting
1: i want one
0: the cat was like kind of like you know i could i could eventually yeah. breed it was the mindset Can sell up for and a like a side business they're like a side business, like an investment. Mm.
1: That's kind of what I'm doing with Blue, the doggy. But that one was only 1500 This thing's twenty k. Jeez.
0: But it's, it's a lot more difficult than, than, than what meets yeah. the eye. Yeah. You know, like the maintenance on them, like mm. taking care of them. Mm. Have they have to be around yeah, people all the if time. If you're
2: going to treat it as a business, it's going to be a business. And every right. business requires
1: time, attention,
2: its own management. Mm-hmm. right so it's like you gotta start a business so you gotta think about every aspect of it the same way that you're thinking about your food or your tattoos or your retail it's like needs marketing it needs branding it needs management it needs leadership it needs finances it needs legal
1: so business is not just open it and go
2: yeah it is but until but until you have to figure out the legal part of it do you have to hire people? Do you have to market? Do you have to do the finances? Mm-hmm. And all that comes with even the smallest of business. Even if you do Uber, um, what is it? Uber Eats. Eats? Like, For they'll sure. send you, a, like, oh, I did all my money. And then they'll send you a, a what's it called? A breakdown. It, yeah, a breakdown of your income. And then you have to report it. And
1: you're like, what? what do I do? Yeah, you yeah. got to know what you're doing. So... You're doing all this, and then um, you, you. Earlier you said you're good with finances, or like you have your finances in in mind. So did you get into stocks? Or did, did you do? I did. It?
0: I uh, like in 21, I got into the stock market. You know, and I I hadn't really been keeping up with the stock market. Period. I mm-hmm. just kind of go in there. And I went a bit strong because when I start talking to other people that are in the stock market, like, you know, they they put in 100, Mm -hmm. 500. I went in with like 30K Mm -hmm. to start. And I'm like, you know, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to become successful in this, too, because it's like the mindset. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And also it's like you have this money. What do you do with it? Right. If you spend it, it's going to be spent. Spent. If you invest it, you can invest it, but how? You know, you put in your business, and it'll grow you. Meaning, it'll, you'll do more than you know. You'll, you'll burst, baby. Maybe. maybe like, like you, you buy too much of yeah. your inventory. of inventory, and then it'll just sit there. You know, it, you'll save it. If you save it, inflation will c- will take care of it correct
0: so that so i was thinking about inflation about uh how saving is ultimately like depreciating your the value of your dollar and um i wanted to have an extra source of income so i get into stock market Mm -hmm. and i'm doing pretty fairly decent and i start building my portfolio but i'm doing a lot of like beginner mistakes you know i know i have to diversify my portfolio you had
2: everything in one in one company
1: boom dodge coin
0: yep Everything in one company. I wasn't really doing crypto yet, but I was aware of crypto. um, And then I started having success. You know, like I started getting. Where where did you put your money in? Uh, Initially, the first company I really put my money into was uh, Clean Energy Fuel. Oh, wow. That's. CLNE. Um, I was having a conversation with another guy that I knew, and he had some of that stock. And he was telling me about this potential. And I started researching it. And then just realizing the value of it and everything and looking at the graph and everything and where it had been at and it was kinda going up and down between eleven dollars to eighteen up to mm-hmm. eighteen dollars, right? Um but this was like right as COVID COVID, like they were had already been doing printing the money and all that. Mm-hmm. So like there was a lot of spending going on. Mm-hmm. So um, I get in it and I make, I find su- su- success in it, and I make some decent money. And then I just kind of went and got back into it again, but all in, and um, I made like nineteen thousand dollars on it the second time, mm. um, but with borrowed money. You know, I borrowed money, um, and they have a margin call, a margin line. So if I did would you have, have
2: to learn all, all this? Of course you did, or or did you just learn at it? As you go as i'm going yeah. i'm just like i've just been in stocks this past like three months and i'm yeah. learning all these different things of like shorting and margin costs and options and all these things that yeah. are it's not until you actually do it that you understand it because you can understand it in a book or in a video but it's not until <laughs> it's like your money or yeah or that Put more attention i, I would say
0: it. like the best thing if i'm looking back at that my experience with the stocks and everything the, the best thing i could have done was playing Play real time stocks. I know this isn't the same mm-hmm. because there's some kind of emotion attached to the money, but playing real time stocks um, with fake money mm-hmm. um, and and understanding patience, right? Because you know. FOMO I was kind of like yeah I had FOMO I had f- fear of missing out I had fear of missing out like yeah. religiously dude I was like <laughs> I'm missing out on money right now you know, like, I need to make this money <laughs>
1: grind 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 you know yeah, and you that's know. how
0: I ultimately my FOMO stocks, my stocks my stocks yeah, yeah at first I was like, that. I was it, like dude I was glued to my to my to my thing like oh oh my god this went up today oh my god then this boom went it down falls. it's yeah. interesting
2: that we have that, that everybody has that not everybody but majority has that similar experience of the stock market it's like a universal experience of like why why are we like i mean i i've had that you had that yeah i've
1: had that and i i I couldn't have not that i couldn't handle it but it was just it was just mm -hmm. too much for me you have to you
2: have to learn to separate yourself from that emotion. emotion yeah and that's when the greats the great like that those two percent people that make all the money in Mm -hmm. stocks, that's how they do it.
1: Yeah. I would say one. One percent. One percent. (laughs) (laughs) One percent of people. All those people on YouTube that one percent. Mm. Yeah, I follow
2: this guy every morning and he's always like telling you everything you should do. Not like how to how to how to buy and sell, but like how to act and how to go about trading. Yeah. And it's like the majority of people mess up because of FOMO, mess up because they they go with the hype or whatever
0: mm-hmm. i went with the hype <laughs> i went with the hype and that is me and i messed up and i i like lost thousands of dollars <laughs> um lost all my gains and then went into the red and then stayed in the red for a long time and here recently i had i was telling him I'm, i had to make a sacrifice it, it, well i didn't have to i wanted to but um, eventually, I transitioned into all <laughs> crypto I went all <laughs> in in crypto it drove it it 's down right now right. I, you know I to went where it was almost at its all time high Me too. Um, <laughs> and, I believe and i and I believed in it and I believe mm. in it still mm. and I still want to get back into it but I sold all my portfolio to maintain my food truck business um which is something that I would probably talk about next mm-hmm. after the investments and all that but um you know I lost forty five thousand you know selling all my portfolio and it hurt you know but i did do what you what you were talking about like like separating yourself like so i'm down like thousands of dollars and i'm living my life normal i'm not thinking about it It because i became to a realization that i knew that the value was going to be driven back up and the one one of the things with crypto that i I hear a lot about let's go back to the evaluation of art right people put the value on art And evaluate it and that's kind of how crypto works the people put the value on Mm. it when the sentiment's high the value's high the sentiment's low Mm. value's low right Mm. um and outside outside sources i think like uh the war the economy all these things affect the sentiment it's the same with
2: the stock market
0: the same thing
2: every report that comes out i've been seeing every report there's like a cpi report inflation report and it said if the report if the number was at eight percent that means the inflation was high that means people are going to want to spend less Less. Mm -hmm. because they know that the prices are higher right but if the number is lower than expected that means that people are going to want to spend more because the inflation is a little bit lower Mm -hmm. and then therefore the stock prices were going to go up because prices are lower let's go buy now all, all right and it affects overall the s&p 500 which was like the the, um, the the metric that that is that pretty much every everything follows that's true and i mean that's what you, you're explaining right now and it's interesting that 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 to me is what i find interesting in stocks and, and in art and in crypto like how do people value value things based on emotion based on current events based on all these things and there's profit to be made and that's that's where i think i find my like interest and my peak that Mm -hmm. was like not me (laughs) (laughs) but it's the same thing with your business
1: correct so i think to me the biggest thing is um Mm -hmm. earlier he he said that i like to control it right it's a transfer in value is it correct but to me i feel like
2: but you can't control it you're controlling your emotions. You're controlling how but I don't, you buy I, and but how I can't you sell. I
1: guess, yeah, maybe like you said earlier, maybe knowing more about it. But to me it's just too much I'd rather use my, my energy and use it on things that I can or maybe that I'm just comfortable with or maybe that I know may work. Like the stocks when I did it for three months, it was very stressful. And it was like just like I put it in, I'm like, Heck yeah, and I'm you know, and I, I didn't get but deep into it. Yeah. I didn't get deep into it, but I got to understanding and I was just like mm-hmm. and i will be doing something. I'm like you know and it was like this is this is too much right. for me <laughs> like I, i'm i'm at the point like <clears throat> like i said i'm at the point where i'm just real more calm more more enjoying life more like you know my things are a little bit more and to take something like that like i'd rather take that and in, in, like take that money and maybe go open a whole new business and maybe because that i kind of like that mm-hmm. stuff too i'm going to take but that bigger the, risk yeah
2: but in that business or opening that business like you said there is a bigger risk
1: correct but but i like if i fail it's because of me i just feel mm. like here if i if i listen to john and johnny and and they go here and i do yeah. it and i'm like boom let's put right. 30 grand right now boom and then phew, I'm be like, right. so oh, man. for
2: me uh, and i think it's like what you said right now and, and it's in that book that i shared with you mm-hmm. it's like living on the edge right like The stock market, if you go too much, you fall and you crash and you burn. you If you open up a business and you put everything in, you crash and you burn. If you go to jujitsu and you fight this black belt, you're going to get your butt kicked. If you try to do something more than you can chew, you're going to, you know. So it's like, where is that fine line? And to me, in stocks, it's like understanding the human emotion. And and if I'm going too much into it, and if I'm doing a lot of FOMO, then I'm way too much and I'm crashing and burning. So you Mm -hmm. have to pull back. Mm. So it's like living on that edge of, like, uncertainty, but safety, uncertainty, and safety. It's
3: too much.
2: That's where you're at.
1: The line's too... Well, for stocks, the line's too thin for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, right now, I'd rather, like, pick a certain business and be like, all right, I don't know how to sell teacups, but I'm going to go sell teacups to the Asian market and and then do that. Like, I'd rather take a whole new business that I have nothing to do with, and I can... Right,
2: because you understand... Maybe. Um, the business building aspect of it you've Maybe. created a, a nice little ledge where you can walk comfortably
3: yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you you go yeah. ahead
0: no i get where he's coming from where he's saying he he wants to have more control because and there i mean once you're invested and you do have certain controls in there like now that now now realizing what i've done wrong was whenever you buy into a company you know how much money are you willing to really invest into it right let's say Mm -hmm. you want to invest a thousand dollars into microsoft right but you don't go buy a thousand dollars worth of microsoft you use kind of like ten percent of that of that a thousand dollars which is a hundred you kind of buy into the company and then you if the company is not doing well you average that 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 cost of share down by buying some more of it when like ten percent of the value goes down right and so you have a sense of control okay you know to a certain degree right but you but not fully where right. it's where yeah. is where you're having that trouble because you're like man like my stock's way the hell down here I'm you know like, like right
1: now i'm <laughs> like way in there But see, like so the stocks that i have now to me are long term like, to Correct. me, long it's term, just, less like, like... Well, there's different types of trading, okay. right? There so, that, that's what I'm in it for. Like, I'm going to look at swing. it again in 20 years. And then, you know, it better not be down there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's the way I do it now. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, 50 you, bucks, well, okay, 50 yeah. Yeah. bucks 100 bucks, 50 bucks. Yeah, in yeah there. I keep putting mm-hmm. in there. Um like recurring investment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's the way I see mm-hmm. it. And then, and we've talked about this before. It's just, like, I'm going to go go eat and spend 40 bucks. Mejor 50 aquí. And I don't go eat, you know. Yeah, there's different... Yeah,
2: like, day trading um that's a lot that's a lot on your mind swing i
0: tried day trading yeah I that's
1: it. what so that's what i tried maybe that's what maybe i Oh, went.
0: dude, day trading out of uh, so there's like uh uh day trading swing, swing, swing trading, trading and then long term long term right yeah. and so i i started with swing trading and that's where oh, i find all my success yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, every trade i had was positive so it kind of got to me, man. You're it's like, kind of like my ego was kind of going up, right? Like, I'm like, man, I'm the man. And I'm going to start making YouTube no, videos at, I'm teaching people. I'm going to start making people. money. Like, what am I even tattooing screw for anymore? Screw tattooing. <laughs> screw
1: this passion that I love. Why <laughs> Why stable, uh, why stable why is thing. That? Like, screw right. that. Why is
2: that? Like, I feel the same way. Like, I I saw a vision or not a vision. Like, a a, a, a my mind, like, I saw myself day trading for three or four hours a day making thousands of dollars and then that's it and then not doing
0: because that was that was an unrealistic expectation that you didn't really manage Mm -hmm. because day trading actually doesn't constitute three (laughs) hours a day if you want to be a real successful day trader you have to be willing to really lose money before you make Mm -hmm. money right but and not only that (laughs) (laughs) but you have to get up before the market right. even opens, right. you you have to know, you be have up
2: to by three, two, wait, what is it? Four a.m. Four a.m. Yeah, four a.m. Yeah, already up at that Pre-market, and pre-market. Then you have to be there, and then you have to look at all the reports, and then you have. So I've I've learned to tell people that like that say, oh, what do you want to do as a career? It's like look at the day to day, hour to hour tasks that you have to do and see if that's what you wanna do for the rest of your life. Like do you wanna be looking at reports? Do you wanna be looking at uh spreadsheets? Do you wanna be looking at all the what time you have to wake up? What time do you have to like you know, all
1: these different things that you have to do.
2: Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. Correct. Right. <laughs>
1: that's why a lot of times people used to tell me like, right, you're always working out, why don't you just do fitness and become a personal trainer like this and that or people mm-hmm. will tell me hey like you know go with me show me like nah like I, i'll do it for me mm-hmm. i'll get up at 4 30 but if i have to get up at 6 to go train a class or go, like that
2: and that's every day correct for hours and, and that, hours and hours yeah
1: and that's why like that's 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 not it's anyway, not me i yeah. can do it for me i'll get up at four mm-hmm. for me But I'm not going to have that over my head like this. For years. Yeah. For weeks, even just in weeks. (laughs) Like, Jesus. (laughs) And again, it just goes back to like what I've learned and what I've molded. And I still got a lot more to grow and learn. But it's just where I'm at now where it's just like, man, life is just very chilled and peaceful. It's no longer like before, like, grind grind right. grind now it's just grind grind two grinds. now <laughs> it's not like grind grind, <laughs> grind 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 you know because but but part of that still i love yeah. that like i still love the grind i still love the hustle and like i go in the shop and i'm like okay we gotta change things. we gotta we gotta keep doing things but it's not like you know like we said earlier the money is no longer the money right. and to me like I, if i stay at this level of where i'm at now for the rest of my life i'll be good and anything I think above that is, is okay i think it's, it's like
2: good. a um desperation we, we the before was like desperation you're desperate to get out of where you were like desperate. And now it's like, uh, now it's like progress. Right. So it's like you, you, you went over the hill and now you're kind of like, you know, um, not on your way down, but you went over that hill that, you know, not cruising, but it's like you were underground. Now you're at, now you can see the whole world. Yeah. And then now you're like, okay, where do I go? Right. Now, but but you don't have to like
1: crawl from the bottom of the pit anymore. Like right. Right. right, right, And it changes the mindset. Mm. It does. It, it changes it, and I think that's why um, I tell people or just my my dumb stories that I do and things. It's just right. like right. you, right. you got to be able to give up that that one year of just hustle and grind and get your ducks in a row to have that life that 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 you want.
0: So so that's where I remember earlier I told you I had an analogy mm-hmm. where I was like. So we were having group therapy, and I made it relevant in the moment because at the time, LeBron had left Cleveland um, to go play in Miami. He's a basketball player, Luis. I know who who LeBron is. Right. So at that time, he leaves to go to uh, Miami, and he took a a pay uh, decrease, right? So it's like so that's where the analogy came in and i was like you know sometimes we have to be a lebron and take a pay mm-hmm. decrease and 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 if, to ultimately get that reward mm-hmm. him wanting a championship right. us whatever it is that you're <laughs> trying to attain it's just it's it's that one thing you're trying to get to but you have to cut kind of, and that's where the mercedes was like okay now g- get rid of this get rid of that get rid of that and go into this and that's where i'm at right now with the food truck you know like i got rid of the things that were unnecessary and um i'm really driven and focused to make this successful you know what
2: would what would success look like with the food truck
0: for me success for the food truck would be making it a viable business to where i've returned my i've gotten my uh investment returned to me and now it's yielding uh profit now You know, there's different measures to success, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's there's can be a person out there that has a food truck. And that's like my food truck has to make twenty thousand dollars a month for for me to be successful. And then there can be somebody like me who doesn't really have a number on it, but it's more like. It's yielding profits now.
1: Taking care of itself. It's taking
0: care of itself. Yeah. Like it could be five thousand dollars a month, right. you know, compared to that guy's twenty. Mm-hmm. But success for, for me would be just making it work, making it a viable business where it's, I, I no longer, um, I'm no longer putting money but out of my mm-hmm. pocket. Where mm-hmm. it, where I'm at right now yeah. is I'm in the red. I've been putting money mm-hmm. in, in from my pocket since it started. You know. How long have you have you had it? Well. Um, I'll tell you guys a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. So I've had that idea for a while. Um, I recognize the value in, in having a food truck, you know, the pros and the cons. I talked to other business owners that had food trucks, um, before I went into it. A lot of them told me the same thing that I'm experiencing. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Um, it's going to take a while. Um, cause it's been, it's been a, um, um,
2: been a common thing for food trucks to be around now like before like i'd say 10 years ago the food trucks weren't like a thing you know it was more like la lonchera, <laughs> la <laughs> lonchera true. remember it's like yeah. la, lonchera. I viene la lonchera that was the food truck but now it's like it's a mini restaurant it's an extension of a restaurant or it's like its own restaurant
0: so, so i think one of the things that also like really like it's like when covid hit right uh, there's a lot of restaurant owners that lost their restaurants. Yeah, that's because their 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 costs are like really high. I mm-hmm. I have a friend right now who's a client of mine, and he's telling me like his monthly expenses and his monthly taxes and all this, and I'm like where's your profit at mm. you know he's like it's 10 to 15 yeah, percent i i the pay, i pay myself as a uh, as uh, employee and then on top of that i get this percentage Correct. from the business and and i'm over here thinking <laughs> from the outside like <laughs> you have it made like you're making crazy amount of money mm-hmm. you have this this beautiful restaurant Living the dream, right? Living the dream, but so that's where I think food trucks really like thrive was because of COVID and you know realizing that this is a this is a business that's that you can move, you can sell it. It's because um, a lot of restaurant owners they own the the menu and everything, but mm-hmm. the building itself, they somebody else it. owns yeah. it. They right. lease it. A lot of them do. You know, eventually they may make enough money to buy or build one themselves, but uh i think that's that's one of the f- few things in my that i can think of that really drove um uh, the food truck industry to grow and now you see a lot of parks food park mm-hmm. food truck parks popping up yeah like I the was, one down here like the one that like the one right here t- table. the table yeah that one um right there where i work dick and baldies mm-hmm. um new Caney. there's one i think as well like no, they're, pop, they're popping
1: yeah. out. Every small town's starting to get one, and I think, yeah, like I said, that that's a very good concept, and it takes away a lot of the overhead, I think, and you still get kind of the the. Um,
2: and it doesn't take a lot to start. Like a restaurant would take.
0: A so lot, much, like
2: Built hundreds, out. right? Hun- hundreds so, no, of thousands.
0: Yeah, a restaurant definitely takes way more. Yeah, way more, way more, because. And the like food
2: truck is a good, entry. What what is? How do you call it? Um entry concept i don't know i don't know the right term but it's like a good way to start to see if it's going to be a viable uh, viable idea
1: correct but i think also i've had many people that i've known that have started a food truck and then go into the restaurant yep and it's not the same thing
2: it's not the same thing
1: it's not the same thing and they might have success in the food truck or they um but it's not the same because I mean, I, I really don't know why, right, because I'm not in the food industry. But I've seen it several times, even with La Michoacana here on Fraser, So many people try to, that had food trucks or, like, I knew a family that would sell it from the garage for a while. For so many months, like, everybody knew Friday, Saturday, Sunday, go to their house. You and know, then they got that restaurant, like, hey, we're going to do it. And then just, it's just you know totally You doing
2: it right from the outside perspective of, I think, that they're living the dream? Coming it's, soon. You know, Taco Veloz. You know how yeah. they started as a nice little food truck, and now they're like a food park? <laughs> what are they? I don't know. You know? They're actually
0: an establishment. Yeah. Full. So
1: oh, yeah, because they had... They had yeah, 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 I'll
0: tell you what, why they're an establishment, too, because Conroe, the city of Conroe regulates how long you can be inside the city as a mm. food truck. You're, you're technically only supposed to be six hours Correct. open.
1: It got better. It used to be four. It used to oh, be yeah. four.
0: Yeah. So I was trying to put my food truck... Within the city limits, but once I found that out, um, I decided to go outside the city limits. But yes, Velos is a good prime example. You know, they started a long time ago, '97, I believe, and just I know this from from a source. But I know uh, that last year they 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 made over a million dollars. You know, I believe it 100%. So but see,
1: also with Velos, he was everywhere. And I remember at times like Tuesdays, Thursdays here, Thursdays, oh, yeah. Fridays. And then he opened across the street where mm-hmm. he's at now. Mm-hmm. Then he opened there. Yep. And pfft, and went down. And then he went back. Well, I don't know if he was still doing the food trucks, but that restaurant we went a few times when yep. I was younger. It didn't go nowhere. It didn't go nowhere. And then he, you know, he's mm-hmm. still doing it and now he has El Tree. Right. I love El Tree. Um and like it's
2: he I mean, he was the owner of over here of um Los Amigos.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. So and I think he 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 would set up food there. I think he sold food in there mm. too for a while, and it just didn't, didn't. Like I guess thinking like Saturday, Sunday soccer mm. people are gonna come eat here.
2: I think it's like many different ideas, and then until one hits right. I mean that that one that solid one. one that's
0: yeah. the backbone right there. That I mean, one right that's there. That's what can we're doing. Kind of like push you and open so many more.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think to me that's that's what part of uh, you know like what we've done trying different things, doing different things until you finally find something that's going to work for you Correct. and that you're really going to enjoy doing because, um, for instance, like me, when I, I did Handyman work, Handyman worked for me. It paid all my bills. I made decent money, no overhead, no stress, but it was just not my thing no more. I got tired of freaking changing toilets and, you know, like getting calls to go unclog a freaking dump thing. But now it's more like it's more stressful. It's more overhead, but I'm it's something I can handle and i think that's the biggest thing with people finding what that is Mm -hmm. so with this
2: food truck uh you said your your success your your way of seeing success if it's a profitable if it's yielding profits right so what what happens after do you sell it
0: so so you know so i've thought about that Mm -hmm. far ahead and you know it's it's hard for me to really say because like i could sit here and tell you like maybe i'll open another one mm-hmm. you know but going back to what he's saying like managing i think managing stress is really important for me now you know it's like mm-hmm. do if if i get another one am i going to be more stressed out more stressed out for sure or for or, few, or do, I manage, do i manage do i manage the stress with this one mm-hmm. and 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 or is this going to become less stressful as time progresses? It's kind of like just finding out as we mm-hmm. go how much time is this going to really take up for me. Because right now I'm balancing a lot. You know, I'm balancing mm-hmm. uh, being a full-time tattoo artist and balancing. I, I don't work inside the truck, but I work outside the truck. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like I'm constantly, you know, we ran out of gas yesterday, right? Um here recently we had a regulator problem and it's just like all these little things i'm the one i'm the manager at the establishment Mm -hmm. and i'm also the owner Mm -hmm. so i have to make sure everything runs smoothly um and life and your daughter
1: like you're running all this stuff yeah yeah
0: so i don't know if i don't know like down the road like once i it becomes successful I want to do what everybody else would probably do, which is kind of take some time off, enjoy it a little bit. You know, like I value now is more like we were talking peace. about this is like peace and I like travel, man. Like mm. I like experiences, you know, because um, they say like you can buy expensive car or expensive whatever, and but like down the road, what's really gonna stand out? You're gonna talk about that experience when you mm. went to Colorado or you went right. over here or over there. So that's kind of. Memories creating memories um, with your family with my family Um, Being able to I also want to travel more and tattoo more, you know, and right Mm. now I'm actually uh, I'm talking to a guy in California and here here after the holidays maybe I'll go over there for a couple of days and and tattoo out there and just to kind of take a break from everyday routine life Mm -hmm. break that cycle Miss home, miss the shop, miss the food truck, and then come back and come back with more energy or just refreshed, Right, you know.
2: I think what you said is important, Uh, managing stress, and I think you can open up another food truck. You can open up 10 food trucks, but it's like, how do you manage those food trucks? You're not. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't manage all 10 of them. Correct. Elon Musk doesn't manage... Tesla, They doesn't manage. He's
1: actually just, sorry, he just got like, he's getting a new CEO now. Right, right.
2: So it's like, he doesn't manage all these things by himself. It's like, how do you create a structure or a system in which your stress is still the same, but your output, not your output, but your efficiency or your, what you've managed underneath that is scaled, right? So it's like, that is what I feel like we should understand to manage, not saying, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can manage ten food trucks. It's like, you can, but you can't do it alone. I I think you
0: have a good solid point. So maybe like delegating responsibilities, right? And that's it's kind of like you. This person, okay, maybe I have a person that can help me do most of it, and then I can kind of still stay Mm. at the same level where I'm just doing what I I got, making sure everything Mm. works. But now I have. My own CEO. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, so no, you it's
2: <laughs> like how how much profit do you need in order for you to 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 get to that, right? What's the milestone to right. get to that? Right. right. What, how much how much profit do you need to be able to do that? And I mean that's 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 a that's, that's a part s- of business. Yeah, that's I mean, part of business.
1: Because yeah. that's I mean we've talked about this before, but it's just me always like I need to work. If I'm not at this store it's going to fall apart no one's going to come right and it's just me it took me a while to learn like okay i can step back you know right now thank god i have a lexus that like just just takes care of my store you know and then it's also understanding you know talking to him and other people is just understanding like okay i can't also be stingy right i also got to take care of them right and i i do this a lot based on my subway experience where when i was managing the stores it's like you know what i'm gonna give her more and it's gonna be less in my pocket but it's also more, I'm um, less stressed. Less stress. And then you know, like now that we have the, the other store in Montgomery, same thing. I'm there some days, but I'm looking for that person that Alexis can teach and go, can go under her wing. That's motivated. That wants to learn. And then I'll put them there. And again, you know, maybe if I'm there, let's just throw a number out there. Maybe I'm making ten thousand profit for me, in my pocket. But I'm there all day, every day. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just make three thousand a month. And then I'm a seven thousand. I'm pay an employee, pay a manager. And then now I'm at the process where, you know, rebranding and finding someone that I'm going to have to pay, right, to to do more of my posting, do more of my, like, more marketing. of my other marketing, marketing stuff. When right now it's me marketing, me payroll, me this, me that, me schedule, me, you know, and it's kind of like I love it too because I've done it so long. I, I enjoy it, but it's more, again, learning to. And that's what took me a while to do. And um, And once I started leaving the store, I'm like, nobody misses me yeah you know you start feeling that like what the fuck no but it's really like needed yeah but it that's was like the goal,
2: right to not be needed in correct. A company. It it but it's is. like
1: building that system where it's like teaching them and again having that trust to tell somebody a lot of times when i talk to people it's like nah, man don't 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 teach your managers don't teach them bro because they're just going to leave you and go somewhere else okay and if they do that's fine but it's like what well, this time mm-hmm. while she's here you know she's got goals and thinks she's young And I'm like, hey, I got you. You want to learn business? I'm gonna teach you. And I'm teaching her business stuff. Maybe in two, three years, she's gone, and then I have to find somebody else. But it's also like, we all grow. And I tell my employees that even the new employees, hey, if you do good, if we do good, you're gonna do good, right? And it's like, and that's just what I've been taught, like sharing that because again, maybe I can be stingy, maybe I can cut hours, maybe I can pay them less, maybe I can pay them minimum wage, but more money for me. But again, fucking just learning.
2: Yeah, because imagine if you. We're only gonna be. Um, imagine if you were an employee, and that's all you were ever gonna be—just an employee, just a just a person that's just gonna be there forever. Your employees shouldn't be that, you know. You should be a st- a stepping stone or a journey for their Learning. goals. Yeah. It's like how do they achieve their goals? Because they're never gonna be there, right? And if you Give them that opportunity to say, okay, what are your goals? Okay, I want to cook for you, let's say for four years, then learn the most I can. And then by the fourth year, I'll go and open my own food truck. Okay, let's see what we can do. And the best thing that you can do is do the best work that you can do while you're here. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give you the best because they know that they have goals. Like I had personal goals when I was working at agencies and studios. Like I don't want to be there forever. Like I don't want to be forever where I'm at now. So if my employer or or my boss understands that they'll understand that I have goals that will make me want to do the best work right. that I can because I know that they know the transparency transparency between my goals and their goals and their goals their goals is to ge- to i mean any maximize, r- maximize my my their return on what they're I'll paying me. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and the be, the best way is, is to treat me the best that they can Correct. by understanding what I want. Correct. My goals.
1: Correct. And that's the thing, like, with them, you know, they want to have business. And I'll tell them, like, climb with me, and we're, we're going to get there, and maybe one day I'll open a shop, and maybe I'll open it for you, and we figure something out, and then it's going to be your shop you know, maybe same brand or what, you know, like, and I, and I give them options Like, really, I'm like, I mean, yeah, like let, we're growing together. And, and that's, I think that the biggest thing that I've learned, I think still a lot of people are just afraid to, to let go of that or like, no, you're going to stay here. And then you're you know, not going
2: to learn anything. And all you're going to do is the tasks correct, that I tell correct. you.
1: So like when I was at Subway, the owner would tell me like, "What? Like, Hey man, I'm at the max. You can't give me no more money. And like, well, where you should go to school like, learn. I'm like, Oh wow, he's not telling me like stay here, stay here, stay here, you uh-huh. know. And I left, and I yeah. left two years, and I did a bunch of stuff, and then I came back. But uh, you know, I tried <laughs> stuff, and you know, and then and yeah. then and and I think that's the biggest thing is with them at old Ray, you know, four or five years ago, I would have been like, no, you're staying here, and if you clock in one minute late or or, or whatever, like
2: if you don't output the way that I think you should, yeah, output.
1: then then no. But now I'm like, hey guys, here's an extra hundred bucks, take tomorrow off go go enjoy yourself. You know, hey man, you've been doing good. Here's an extra fifty bucks, right? And it's like to them it's like holy shit, like this guy cares about me. Mm -hmm. You know, like right now for the holidays, I'm like, hey guys, if you guys want the hours, we can work. If you're not, we'll close the shop, go spend time with your family. Really? Like yeah, it's up to you guys. One guy's like, hey man, I don't have nothing to do, I'll open. okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. But it's just working with them. And Right, understanding what they what what their goals
2: are. mm -hmm. You know. And that's the that's part of the leadership that every business doesn't understand that it's part of the business just like financing finances just like um marketing right like how are you being a leader to your team because you're the the business won't grow bigger than its leader you know you're the bottleneck to your own growth if you don't grow your business is not going to grow right and if your people don't grow then you're not going to grow so it's
1: always like that leadership that yeah i like
0: that one yeah it has yeah. to it,
1: it, como those muchachas you know it's like they're learning they're, they're cooking for you they're teaching stuff like that and then you know tell them like what do you want to do and i think you said one of them had ideas that she wants to do and you said i'm gonna let her do her ideas yeah, so in her part of yeah. yeah in her mind she's like oh hell yeah like he he's my boss but he's not just like do this do this yeah. do this he's like oh he's listening to me and that's what i tell them all the time you guys are here if i bring a product and sometimes i'll be like hey guys look at this new product don't get it boss i'm like oh man come on No one's going to buy it. Our customers are like this. Okay, you know what? You guys are here more. You guys know more. I trust you more. All right, Mr. Sauso, you got this truck. Where are you parked at right now?
0: So right now uh, I'm parked on 1488. Um, It's uh, the address. uh, I really forget the address. It's like before the
1: Home Depot, no?
0: It's right before the Home Depot, before Egypt Street. um, Before
2: Kirkendall or after Kirkendall?
0: I think it's after.
2: You said by,
0: like, Mezcal Cantina. Mm. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. Right it's there. by the theater. The extreme. it's right by. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah that's right true. Right by the right theater. Across, that's right. It's across right the by street. the theater across the street on the left. We're post. We're right on the street front um, of 1488, um, and then right behind that is the tattoo shop. Um, so I, it, it all worked out. You know, initially I never intended to have it there. I I applied for uh, permits in Harris County and I was in Harris County um
2: for the tattoo
0: shop for the for the food, food truck. truck yeah mm. cuz the food truck has been it's been it's it's been hard hard for it's hard for me it's hard for anybody when they get into something they have mm-hmm. very little understanding about right but but I was telling Ray like w- once you find success in something and you you value your mindset and you're like okay You know, this was hard, but, like, I was able to do it, then I kind of wanted to try my hand with something else, you know, and it was, like, the food truck. Mm. So, I had this custom built. Uh, In June, I put a down payment on it. Then it took them, like, two or three months. Those things are
2: expensive. I have a client that's barely still in the process of building their food truck. Uh Uh-huh there's this i don't know how yours is but there's this like a walk-in one where you can walk in and it's like a line of like kind of like subway but it's like you walk in and it's like a line oh like um a
1: build your own type thing
2: yeah like build your own
0: oh that's nice yeah that's a different concept yeah Oof, right, so that that's for clients come in and walk in and yeah build you their walk
2: own? in you build your own kind of like that and then you just you know you that's walk interesting. out that's yeah. that's different but they're b- it's like being custom built mm-hmm. like the steal that, everything, yeah, yeah. And um, how you? I'm pretty sure you went through so that process of so building it.
0: Yeah. So uh, with mine, <clears throat> I had my cousin who who's been working in food trucks for a while. He helped me kind of um, design it. Like, hey, we should have big windows to let people look in because a lot of them mm-hmm. have smaller windows and
1: <laughs> you it's don't so really sketchy. know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like you don't it's know what you don't know like you know some people want to see how clean Correct. your food is being prepared mm-hmm. right
1: um especially on too
0: yeah and so like that area is man that area, that area is growing so much it is it is growing a lot and and that's why i believe i found a really good spot mm-hmm. but it didn't come easy it wasn't my initial spot but, yeah, I had this I had this custom built. I picked out what I wanted, how I wanted it. Um, some things ended up not working out to my advantage. Like the m- trompo machine, they mm-hmm. put the wrong size one in, and it's not next to the griddle. It's next to the burner on the edge. And when you're cutting meat off of it, it's supposed to land kind of on the griddle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're making adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, as mm-hmm. we go, we're making adjustments, and we're looking for things that work and things that mm-hmm. don't. You know, we're and talking about true. trial and error. So yes, um, uh, we we picked all the things, the appliances and everything, and then I started investing into other things like lights and this. And before I knew it, I was 60k in.
2: That's how much they are, like 60, 70, 80k. So,
0: so you know it, it really That's yeah, expensive. it really yeah. depends on like how big you want it and what appliances. It's a good size. And, uh, but good 18, size. I got mine. Uh, it's an 8 by 18, and it's it's like. It's pretty big in there it's nice it's mm. nice you know um there's enough space for them in there enough space to store things um I, I did my pros and cons between food trailer or food truck you know food truck it's it's a lot more mobile it holds it holds believe it or not it actually holds its value a little bit better than a food trailer
2: so 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 it's a full truck meaning it has like an engine and a cab and so a this cabin everything so this or? is a
0: food trailer so it doesn't, so I use my mm-hmm. O2 Tahoe that I've been having now for two mm-hmm. or three years, and I use that to pull it around. Um, but when you have a, w- this is where, this is for anybody out mm-hmm. there that's listening that wants to get into this business, you got to realize am I going to be mobile a lot or am I going to be stationary? Right. If you're going to be stationary, definitely go with a food trailer, it costs less. Um, If the motor or something breaks on it, you can still move it with a food truck um, because you hate to miss (laughs) out on sales. Because, you know, when people come for food and they're Mm -hmm. hungry and then you're not there for them, like, like, uh, you're losing. You're losing. You're losing potential clients, too, because those people come and try your food and then they tell other people. Right. You know, so to me, that's important to be able to be be, uh, consistent and be there. So... um, it costs less, um, and so and if you I have
2: a truck already, why would you buy another truck? Unless you're gonna rent it, out, unless it's gonna be somebody that's moving. Right. So on. food Ranting
0: food out. trucks See business right there. So oh, they, they they say that they say that food trucks are more appealing because they're taller, right. you know. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I decided to try with the food trailer. So I had this custom built, custom made. We ended up adding more things to it, um, and right now. I've completed my first month at this location and we started we initiated our second month this week and we had our record sell high, uh, record sales hit yes uh, the day before yesterday and you know I've had to change personnel already <laughs> realized that the the guy I had working for me you know like he helped me tremendously and I'm ever mm-hmm. grateful for him for doing that but just things weren't working out with him and I had to let him go. What was that, you know? that
1: thing real quick? I think it's important. You said he was almost negative sometimes or like Yeah. So like,
0: like you know, when you have negativity in a work environment it spreads, you right. know. And when you have a constant like a constant current going against your ideas and everything, there's not a smooth flow. You know, and if me and the lady are having agreement on things and this person is not there's going to constant clash Mm -hmm. and it's almost like i was afraid to want to try things out in my own business because this person was not going to be happy because he wasn't happy most of the time so that's part
2: of the leadership again part of the leadership and part of hiring process because your hiring process is gonna dictate who is working for you.
0: You know, and, and this is my first time doing right. this. So it's learning <laughs> again. Learning yeah. and Back like, at it oh, was and like, I'm like, I don't wanna let this guy go. Mm-hmm. I like this guy, but you know, I have to look out the for bigger business, picture, the business, the bigger goal. picture. And so we've made those adjustments and uh, man, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Now like I'm ex- I get excited when I see people show up, when I see their reaction, when they like it and when they make uh, like I had a guy stop by and he's like, "Hey, you don't have uh charro beans," and it's like, "We don't, but we we can have them. We'll bring them. Mm-hmm. It's the weather's actually permissible for for yeah, that yeah. now. People are gonna like something warm mm-hmm. like that."
1: And I think that's a good important thing because then now you'll start building that. So like next winter, you'll start saying, "Hey guys, now it's time to start bringing these." Start yes. Bring and then you'll start mm-hmm. moving with the with the. Yeah, that's the, the, the beauty season.
2: of a food truck is the recipes. Like there was a restaurant here close by that closed down I and mean sucks that they closed down, but their recipes is like, oh, they would go to Austin or San Antonio and try a bunch of meats to see like which of the fajita meats was like and like their um their beans were like uh they would put them, like so many hours and then they would put the special stuff and like all this stuff, and like that's that's the passion that I like to see in food,
1: and uh this guy eats a lot
2: and it's hard to uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard to uh um, <laughs> well no i meant like he's always eating out yeah. so yeah. like me, right. <laughs> like i would say if i go to a food truck i'd be like oh the meat tastes good but somebody like him would be like well, i don't know what the texture i'm like yeah he, he's more uh, of carne. a connoisseur kind of yeah. yeah but it's Which is a, a good
2: thing it's an acquired it's an acquired thing because i i was a cardboard eater like i would just take out tuna tuna and just eat it you know for the gains or Whatever protein, whatever. But now it's like life goes on, and you kind of right. like understand how some people like you put their passion into the food, and it translates. And it's like, okay, let me let me um, be part of that. Yeah. And this guy's like, just give me a steak. I don't care yeah, which one. Yeah, I'm
1: just very big. I mean, I'm, again, maybe this is because yeah. the old me, you know, broke or this or like, nah, it's lo mismo. Pero yep. like now, I'm kind of learning but it's still kind of the same like we went to um and then um my wife was like man I said do you taste it i'm like mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah you know but it's well, more yeah. you told me it's like the experience and you're paying for the experience i mean uh-huh. it's nice everybody's yeah. sir i'm like uh-huh in the street you wouldn't call me sir you'd probably call me something else but <laughs> like the whole experience is nice but to me it's like <laughs> i just want meat. just give me you know better and the suegros are like, like, that. they're like, oh, sí, si, se siente acá, y que mm. no se que. And I'm like,
2: yeah. Mm, sure. Maybe, so they say our taste buds change every, I think it's like six years. Our taste buds change. So things that you liked when you were younger, you don't like them anymore. I you like new that. things. Um, and also, like, you can only taste like six things, like sweet, savory, salty, um, fatty, and then some other stuff. I can't remember. But those are the things that you can actually taste. And it's the combination of those things that you taste, um, so maybe you need Do to you just maybe you can need hire them as a, cons- develop a, little bit more. a consultant. Try oh, more yeah. things, a you know. In France, food. they <laughs> in France they have like, not that I've been, I've never <laughs> been. <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> but my uh, I had a coworker, <laughs> yeah. I had a coworker um, tell me, he's like, oh, in France, they have this table of cheeses. The stinkier, the better, and, and some of them you would have to. Eat them like that.
3: Oh, my. No, screw yeah. that! I'll pass. I,
1: <laughs> I, I barely do the Mexican cheese, que patas, you know? <laughs> that's, but that's how it is. But that's just because I know yeah, like yeah. that one. But you know, that's how it is. Exactly <laughs> like that. I'll pass. But I'll, you don't pass. You ate it. I'll stick with my McDonald's cheese double cheeseburger. Yeah. That that cheese is good enough. Or La Vaquita cheese is pretty good. La Vaquita, el queso yeah, fresco. Yeah, do you have good. queso fresco in your truck? No, we don't. Man, what? The- so we look.
0: Use, So right now we're we're really so you're, you know we're we're, with we're, it. we're developing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah but you know right now we mainly just do mozzarella
0: yeah let's yeah. guess mozzarella for your quesadilla um we put some of it on our hot dog on the bun itself but you know um like i said i'm open uh, i'm open really i'm open to really doing doing mm-hmm. something great and i think it's a know? trial
1: and error that you're doing because you you I think you said last time we tried something and it kind of wasn't going so good so now you're like trying new things and Wait, yeah so
2: because you have to have a balance like we we're talking about balance between a large general audience and then the niche yeah. right it's like the niche sometimes is not going to pay for everything correct right. but the huge general audience is right that's why McDonald's is so so number 1 number Probably 1 still because yeah. it's cheap fast and it's good for this guy you know but hey, free but uh no <laughs> but, uh, but it brings
1: back those memories like damn I remember when i was broke me and him and i were talking about it like damn a few years ago even a few years ago like we we're like let's go get three double cheeseburgers and that's what we're gonna have for lunch like that's what we can afford and it brings that that comfort or whatever but i think with with that food industry it's it's very very good but like you said there's certain audience and uh, i think i can kind of share some of that too where customers will come me like hey we don't have this and i'm like you're the only person that's asked me in like few months, mm-hmm. you know, like this and that. Like yeah, you're the one guy, and I'm gonna make you happy. But then it's just gonna sit there. And again, part of learning. Like I would bring stuff. Oh, this is new. Put it in the stock. Like none of this is moving. Yeah. Just, yeah. just Johnny just keeps getting one. <laughs> you know, so it's like learning. And then so now we're in the system. Like this is what we carry, right. and it's we're gonna be the best at these. And anything else, you can just go th- and we'll point them. I'll be like, hey, there's a vape shop here down the road and and they carry those things and then just knowing what's around me
2: did you have to do research like what sells or did you just kind of went with what the with what your cooks or what the people around you said this is what works
0: so you know i started i started researching yeah i started talking to to like mainly my cousin i would always say him because you know he's worked in different ones that you know had high sales and some that haven't been so great. And then I have other friends that have worked in some or or work in some. And it's like understanding what their sales were and how they got to that point and what works for them and what are their prices, you know, Mm because I'm not trying to enter um, a food industry and then, like, overprice or underprice Mm -hmm. because if you're underpriced, you're you're not going to make money, Mm -hmm. you know but i wanted to th- th- there's a slogan on there that says work hard on my food truck um eat at Cheese." you know um and it's like i wanted to target people that work hard that that mm. that are kind of like managing their money because you know um they're not making so much to where they can spend so much on high-end food or whatever mm. so it was like okay we need we need to I, I, of course, in the food industry, they try to target, like, 33%, right? right. It's, it should be your food. 30, 33 should mm-hmm. be your food cost, and then the rest of it is the rest of it. Right. Um. But I started just looking at prices, and that's how we decided to go with the mini taco. Because, you know, when it comes to tacos, you have the three different sizes of tortilla. You know, you have the mini, the middle one, and the large, as far as corn goes and then I mean flour it can get real big you know they start classifying (coughs) flour like in numbers like we use the number 10 for our quesadillas and burritos Mm. but they have even bigger ones you know what the hell I had no idea yeah so um, and then realizing like what's a good price what's a good price for for the people and I believe that our prices are really good I really do you know I've had people that have even told me that we're cheap like it's like Man, oh it's so cheap here yeah, yeah. you know and like we put a so we look the first month we're selling but people are starting to come and they're like i had no idea what you guys sold and i'm like seriously no we didn't i didn't know not until i pulled up and i saw you sell tacos so i put a big sign and it says tacos 150 and uh the new lady that came in it was also her idea of going out on the street and standing with it. And I don't I- and instantly, we started driving traffic to our food truck. Mm-hmm. And and like, sticks. the 150 is like, oh, I mm-hmm. got to try it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, because like you
2: go in there, that's your hook, right? You go in there and it's like, oh, 150 for this. But I don't want just 150. I want right. something relative to that. Correct. So if that's right. 150... Awesome then also big old be, quesadilla yeah. and this is relative to that
0: price. So be about the same. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Not about the same, but you but know like that it's relative. Correct. You're not it's gonna relative. have a one fifty dollar taco and a twelve dollar quesadilla.
0: No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's th- just
2: like it's just not that that would be go. yeah.
0: So so we so we we started doing that and it it goes down to marketing, right? So we have other marketing ideas, um social with, media. With social media. Um, I have somebody that's going to help me with that but I'll, I'm also managing marketing for my for f- for tattoos you know and it becomes stressful it, it, it's a, it's <laughs> like so man like, I live just just right now it's like I in my mind it's like I'm making a sacrifice right now mm. so that I can, at the end of it all I can have more freedom correct this is really that's where the main I'm goal. this is the main goal mm-hmm. I am 100% in agreement with this guy it's like the end goal is to be able to, to, to stay, take a step back and like you said and let the business kind of like the business doesn't need me anymore there you go you know but um one thing has been a stepping stone to the next you know at first i was serving then i became a tattoo artist now i have a food truck next for me would probably have my own uh tattoo shop everybody that knows me my family were like shocked that i decided to open a food truck first. Mm-hmm. But, like, once I committed to the idea, it's like, that's what I'm going to do, and nobody's going to tell me otherwise. You and, you know, it's been hard, but, you know, I'm starting to see uh, a pattern here, and I'm starting to see that we can make this work. Mm. You know, it's like just... Like you make a
2: change, and it creates the difference. It makes a difference. Right. But, if, but
0: you don't, if you don't create no changes and whatever it is you got going on, and you just are running on hope and faith... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... It'll, it, it'll take
1: you somewhere, but...
0: You don't know... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Um, Gotta
1: put some grind into it. Put
0: some
1: grind some, into some, it. Some little elbow grease. See. Yeah, I no. agree, yep. All right, so, well, we wish you the best, man. I'm I'm very... um I was excited to have you on here. I've, your story, I've known you for a long time. And to me, out of all this, the biggest thing that I like, really, is that you didn't let what you went through determine who you became you, you were able to switch it and I, I i know a lot of people and people from school you know they, they get into something and they kind of just stay there mm-hmm. and just learning like you know what there's more to to that and i think that's anybody in general it doesn't have to be something bad or good it's just you can change if you really want to change and you You really want to put your mind to something it's possible you don't have to be like well my parents are poor so i'm poor well my parents didn't do much so i didn't do much well i got in trouble and that's just who i always been a troublemaker or this or that like you're able to make those changes and i think that's very very important and uh um, i'm happy to have you on um
0: thank you so much yeah
1: all right, guys. Well, we'll see y'all. He's on 1488 across the street from the movie theater. Um, his social media will be coming soon. So hopefully when I have this video up on YouTube and Spotify, we'll be able to put his link if he has his social media so y'all can catch him up there. What's
2: the name of your, your truck again?
0: Taqueria La Chuchis. La Chuchis. La Chuchis. That's a, I like that name, La Chuchis.
1: All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to share this to anybody that you think would uh, enjoy this. And we'll see you guys next week.
3: Peace.